1: Hello, everybody. Welcome. I'm Guy, and uh, we are post-game on YouTube. Niners lose the Super Bowl in heartbreaking fashion. And uh, we're going to spend some time tonight trying to figure out what are all the reasons why. I mean, on one hand, you go, I go, well, this is what it must have been like for, uh, you know, the Suns, the Jazz. The 49ers feel like the Utah Jazz right now, the 90s. That might be too old of a reference for some of you but uh, it's appropriate because that's the last time the 49ers actually won a Super Bowl. It's been a long time and it feels like you're going up against Michael Jordan and you just can't give Michael Jordan too many chances. I picked the Niners to win this game 31 to 24. And, um, you know, there were so many plays that were the difference in this game. Uh, It felt like in two critical spots, it was Kyle Shanahan against Steve Spagnuolo and Steve Spagnuolo won. Um, he won. Now, the Niners got field goals. They got a field goal to go up 21-19 to 19, uh, in overtime. Or 22-19 in overtime. But, uh, you know, I heard Romo said, you know, maybe you should have gone for it on that on that third and four late in the game or late in the overtime and try to score the touchdown. I had no problem taking the ball first, and I'll tell you why. I guess we're diving right in here. We're just diving right in. I had no problem taking the ball first because your defense was gassed. Your defense had just been on the field. Mahomes had just driven down the field on them. And um, I understood taking the football first in that spot. It feels like maybe your offense is in a less pressurized position. And uh, I was good with it. I supported it. I felt okay about it. I did think about it a lot in that moment. Like in the college, very much like in the college spot, you don't want to take it. And at first, because you want to know what you have to do. You want to know if you're going to have to score a touchdown or not. But um, I think their defense was so gassed and maybe even more so in the overtime. It showed up again. I don't know. I mean, they they were so good up front in the first half of the game. And it's just the longer a game goes against Mahomes, maybe the worse off you're going to be. So we'll talk a lot about that. I do want to say uh, hello to everybody watching. If you're listening to the podcast after the fact, it's great to have you there as well. Uh, thanks for being along all season, and um, uh, if you're watching, uh, thanks thanks to you also. So that was the first thing. I mean, you know, I think one of the big questions this off season and in the next season, one of the big storylines when the uh, Chiefs open the year as the Super Bowl favorites is is Kyle Shanahan capable of winning a Super Bowl? Is Brock Purdy capable of winning a Super Bowl? Can this team respond from pain and pain and pain again? and um and still come back swinging you know i do worry about that like my first thought beyond just the game is about 2024 how many times can you lose and still come back hungry will this group be able to come back hungry will they be able to get themselves you don't know how many chances you get to be in this position and um you saw this year was another great example i mean the kyle teams have have been around the ball so to speak they've put themselves near championships, but they haven't won it. And you just wonder how many times can, can you get back here? So, uh, you know, I was building a list during the game of talking points if they win and talking points, if they lose, right. What kind of the narratives and storylines are, if they win, what some of the narratives and storylines are, if they lose. And um, you know, there, there were, I think for me, probably Definitely two big play calls that stood out. Other moment that I know I see is coming up a lot, Jake Moody missing the extra point, which I want to get to that, a point on that in a minute. But, you know, I thought this game was won and lost in in a few spots. Um, And I'll go backwards, but the 49ers on fourth and one for the second time in the game, Nick Bosa crashes down the line of scrimmage and Patrick Mahomes takes off running. I mean, in some big spots, the Chiefs' offense, which was not great for most of the game, although Mahomes threw for 333, they took candy from a baby. And that was one of them, fourth and one. And Bosa just comes screaming down the line after Pacheco, who does not have the football. Mahomes had the football. And Romo spent a lot of time during the broadcast, rightfully saying the Niners were doing a pretty good job, and he focused a lot on Bosa, on being disciplined, staying outside, maintaining pocket integrity. But in two big spots, he didn't know that Patrick Mahomes had the football. And Patrick Mahomes had the football. I mean, they I know it was fourth and inches, but the second the Chiefs lined up in shotgun spread it out on fourth and one, I thought, Niners got a shot to win the game right here. Like if they had lined up under center, I think I would have felt different. They lined up fourth and one shotgun. And I felt really good about the Niners chance to win the Super Bowl right there. Once they pick that up, it, it really changes. Go back. Another very significant play third down and four. And I sent this play for those of you. uh, You can go to my Twitter page at guy Haberman. Go watch the play, the third down and four play. The Niners have the ball in overtime, in their possession, right? Third and four, it's the ball. Purdy gets pressured up the gut by Chris Jones, just kind of throws it nowhere uh, nowhere near Juwan Jennings, and they end up kicking the field goal. On that play, not only does Jennings eventually come open, but Brandon Ayuk, people, is as wide open as you you cannot be more wide open in the red zone than Brandon Ayuk was on third down and four. Now, he's coming off the backside. Purdy is looking to his right. He does not have nearly enough time to get to Ayuk. And I sent it to my buddy Jeff Schwartz, former NFL offensive lineman. He was on the YouTube channel last week. What's the deal, Jeff? Well, Jeff, I've just retweeted it. He he replied and he posted. Because uh, I said, how does Chris Jones come? Un- how, why is Chris Jones unblocked? And his conclusion was that Everybody had to pick. There were too many guys that the Niners, somebody was coming free. Now, personally, Chris Jones is not the one you want coming free, but that the chiefs just had the right call at the right moment. So Steve Spagnuolo beat, beat uh, Kyle Shanahan on the biggest 49ers offensive play of the season. Beat him. Iuke defender falls down. If, Purdy has another half a second. He can either hit Jen he'll have two guys he can throw a touchdown to. Jennings or Ayuk. And he didn't he didn't have that time because Spagnolo beat Shanahan on that play. The last 49ers possession of regulation. This is the other play. Third down and 4. 2 minute warning. You pick up the first down, you probably win the Super Bowl. Eventually the Niners kick the field goal with Moody, 53 yarder. They go up 19 to 16, and Mahomes ties the game. But it's third down and four. Two minutes. Spagnolo's been blitzing and blitzing and blitzing. He blitzes and they don't even get anything. Like, not even close. Didn't even have a shot. Didn't even give him a chance on that play. And they kick the field goal. Those to me were the like three plays that were the difference in the Super Bowl, the last two Niners possessions and then the last Kansas City possession. There's a bunch of plays we could pick out. The fact that they held Kansas City to a field goal at the end of regulation felt like a miracle at that time. But I'd say those those are my three plays right now that really jump out to me. Two failed offensive, third down conversions. And when I say, like, it's one thing if you extend a play and throw to a guy, and it's just out of his reach. Or if you hand it off, and he gets stopped after a three-yard gain. But there was not even a chance to make a play. Those Both of those plays were dead on arrival. No shot. And that's really frustrating. When when they, their call is so much better than your call, that your guys, you don't even have a chance to make a play. And then, you know, like I said, the Bosa play uh, in overtime was the other one. A lot of people you'll point to, Moody missing an extra point. That's a legitimate thing. Like that happened. Bad kick by Moody got blocked. Instead of it being 17-13, it's 16-13. And that gives Kansas City the chance to tie the game, which they do at 16-16. But here's what I'll say about that. We don't know. Um, We don't know. There's a chance that was a blessing in disguise, as crazy as that sounds. Because if the Niners don't miss that extra point, then when Andy Reid gets the ball down, third and goal, fourth and goal at the three-yard line, maybe they go for the... I mean, they definitely go for the touchdown there. They don't try and kick the field goal because there's five and a half minutes left. They're down by four if Moody had made that extra point. So, yeah, you could have won the Super Bowl right there on fourth down and goal from the three. You might have also lost it right there. Eventually, you come back and kick the field goal. You take the lead back. They come down and their field goal, you know, maybe wins them the game. So, um well, I guess, no, that wouldn't have been the case. You're up 14, let's say you're up 14 to uh, 17 to 13, excuse me, if Moody makes an extra point at 17, 13, they get the ball, they, maybe they score a touchdown, they go up three, then your three ties the game, then their three wins the game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, look, missing an extra point in the Super Bowl is catastrophic. Um, but I, I do think there's a world where it actually works against the Niners in the long run. It's on the list. It's on the list of plays that cost you the Super Bowl, but I think those other three plays I mentioned were more devastating, and um, specifically the two third down and fours. Niners had two third and fours on their last two possessions. You pick up one of those, you probably win the Super Bowl. You pick up one of them, you win the championship, um, and they did not they didn't even get close on either. Those are my three. So if I'm missing – for those of you who are watching this thing live – whatever I'm missing, I know. I'll try and keep up with that. I'm trying to get all my thoughts out before I start getting into the chat and getting myself distracted. But I will get to a couple of super chats right now. Uh, Alien, 10 spot. We win the game if the Chiefs have to drive down the field for a touchdown. Missed extra point. Killed us. You know, I just addressed this, but I'll say again, I think maybe. I know. I know if you get either of those third and fours, your chances of winning the Super Bowl go up by a massive percentage you get that extra point what happened next the Chiefs got down to the three yard line so they'll just go for it on fourth down they might the play that they ran for the touchdown is probably the play they would have run on fourth down and three down by four so um you know I can't I can't put that one as high as those others but you know I'm not gonna argue a missed extra point was was bad super chat from Maitland Eagle that was a terrible game Niners defense played well enough to keep us in the game. Niners offense looked terrible. Nitpicking, calling out Bosa. Yeah, I, it is nitpicking. This is this is nitpicking. This is the Super Bowl. We we shall nit and pick. Um, I don't look at it. I don't look at it as calling out Bosa. I look at it as the plays that won and lost the championship, and that was one of them. Five spot, thank you, super chat. They also need to go for it on fourth in the fourth field goal was never going to win it. You know, that's what Romo suggested. Um, I was okay kicking the field goal there because you know, then you don't get it. A field goal loses it and you don't get to overtime, but I understand, you know, I do think you could look at it this way, third down and four, four down territory, hand the ball to Christian twice, go win the game. That'd be legitimate. But you know, you're going get, to they're getting the ball back anyway. Um, You know, so I guess they, they probably, and they got down to the red zone, but yeah, that's, I mean, I think you can make that case. Uh, super chat from Sarah. Can you address all these people saying Purdy played bad? How? He did a really good job. It was a team sport. It's a team sport. I'm proud of them. Well, I thought is I've, I thought in big spots he was not put in good spots with those two third down fours against the pressure. They just didn't have they didn't have the right. spagnolo beat Shanahan in those spots, so I didn't put that on on Brock. Um, if you had told me coming out that Brock would be twenty three of thirty eight for two fifty five, a, t- t- a touchdown and no picks, so what is that? That's probably sixty percent. Twenty three divided by thirty eight. 60 and a half percent, 61 percent, I'd be a little alarmed, right? If you 38 pass attempts, if you knew that's how many pass attempts Brock had, you would say there's a chance that this is not their type of game. Um, You know, you go back to the first half and the McCaffrey fumble, the second possession, Trent Williams gets the hold and the false start. That really hurt because at that time there were, They were working off their script and they were at, they were over nine, they were over nine yards of play. The 49ers were after their first two possessions, over nine yards of play and did not have a a single point to show for it. Um, 38 pass attempts is the second most of the season for Purdy. He had 39 against uh, the Green Bay Packers. So uh, I thought Purdy was fine. I thought Purdy was, for the most part, You know, if you had watched him, if I somehow were able to see him play without knowing what happened in the game, it would have looked, I thought, good enough to win it. But in crunch time, his team, and I think in large part because of the plays that they had called against bagnolo his team lost. I thought he made some excellent throws. He did not look flustered at all from the second he stepped on the field. He did not look like a guy who'd never been there before. He looked ready. So I don't. You know, I think there are a lot of things that lost in this game. He could have made a couple more plays. Uh, but I think when you look at the throws that he missed and the plays he didn't make, mostly he was under extreme pressure in those spots. I can't think real quick here. we can think about it. somebody tell me if I'm missing one of any obvious plays that he missed that um that were there to be made. He missed Debo Samuel over the top in the end zone. He was getting crushed by Chris Jones. I mean Chris Jones, really affected this game for Kansas city in the way that people would be afraid that Chris Jones would be uh, able to disrupt the game. So I think early in the game, they were blocking well too. That did not continue. Chris Jones was a problem, but you know, he throws the deep ball to, um, to uh, Debo Samuel early that gets broken up by Trent McDuffie. That's just Debo doesn't win that play. I've been telling you guys about this since training camp. The 49ers don't win those deep balls uh with Debo Samuel. And uh today they really didn't win any, right? I mean, Iuke, and we'll be interesting to see what the explanation for that ball on uh on the early possession, whatever it was, the third possession of the game. Yeah, the third possession of the game that eventually got the Moody field goal. We'll be um be interesting to see what they say about that. But they missed that. Ayuk had his guy beat. Debo had his guy beat in the end zone, missed that. Uh, but those were Chris Jones. The second one was a Chris Jones play. The first one, there was pressure as well. So I thought Brock was okay, man. I really did. I I thought he was good enough to win the Super Bowl. You know, if I know the offseason conversation, a lot of it will be, can you win a championship with Brock? I've said for months, I believe you can. I still believe you can. Seeing a guy play that under control, make that many right decisions, make that many good throws. Um, I think he's good enough. I think he's good enough. I still think he's good enough. And uh, we'll have time to talk about like what comes next, but uh, they should be still a pretty stacked roster in 2024. I don't know who wants to hear that right now, but they should be a pretty stacked roster in 24. Dante says Purdy was like a B grade. I'm going to watch the game again, but um, I think that's probably correct. That's that's probably fair. I mean, there were a couple moments where you just had to go beyond your coach's capability. The coach can't be on the field for you, so you got to go make the play. And, um, you know, he made a couple. He did. He made a couple, but ultimately, I think it was more they had the wrong call. Niners had the wrong call. Chiefs had the right call in the biggest moment. Uh, Flavor, Reborn Restorations, that might be a uh, business there. So two spot on Super Chat. Brock is good enough. It's Kyle. I still believe that he is. I know that's probably going to be an unpopular opinion here on Sunday night and maybe on Monday morning. But yes, I do think Kyle Shanahan is good enough to win a Super Bowl. He hasn't done it. Uh, he didn't do it tonight. I do think he can do it. Um. So I think he's good enough, but I know I know we'll uh, I won't go further there right now because I I know we'll probably have a, you know, a lot more of that to uh to get to. Kyle Burka real name on the internet bold 20 spot super chat. Uh great content all year, thanks guy. This one hurts. Thank you Kyle. Appreciate that. Uh what else? You know, I think we've probably seen the end of Steve Wilkes. Um He he called it a pretty damn good game for a lot of the game. But to see Kyle Shanahan step in at the end of the game and call a timeout because he didn't like the defense, and, and this, this, you know, Romo was right there with him. Romo didn't like the, the blitz on third and six that got him the Rashi Rice first down, uh, where Rice just came across. I think it was, was it Logan Ryan that came off the edge? Rice ran right by him, and man, Patrick Mahomes made it look easy. And then he definitely didn't like what was going to be. A Second and six, zero coverage pressure situation again. Shanahan calls the timeout. Shanahan's screaming into the headset. Shanahan is still talking into the headset and making sure they got the call that he wanted. So um, it feels like those two guys are not on the same page. M- maybe I'm wrong, but it just feels like he might be looking for another defensive. we crazy because they were physically, they had players not... Uh, live up to hype. They had players get hurt. They were third in the league in points. That's just what it feels like Sunday night. Uh, Maybe I'll feel differently Monday or after I watch it again, but just specifically seeing Kyle get that upset in that moment and calling the timeout in that spot. um, Yeah. I I just think he's going to do, I think he's going to try and make a move now to what, I don't know what's really out there, but um, that's a conversation. That's a conversation for another time but it feels like that's that's happening. Uh, did he abandon the run? Did he abandon the run? Did Kyle Shanahan cost them the game with his play calling not at the end of regulation or in overtime, but in the second half. I mean, let's revisit how the 49ers ran the, you know, ran offense in the second half. They start the second half with an interception Jair Brown picks off Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is not going to make many mistakes. Patrick Mahomes is not going to help you out. At that point, you had been all over him in the first half, even though statistically his percentage was good. Mahomes was 11 of 13 in the first half, but he was under a lot of pressure, or as we like to say in NFL films, duress. He was under a lot of duress. And then the second half starts, and you think, okay, maybe the long halftime, Is he going to have time to reset? And he comes out and throws the pick on a really bad decision and a really bad throw from him. So the Niners take over the Kansas City 44. Purdy gets blitzed, has to throw it away. Chenal comes up like the left middle, right? And Purdy just has to get rid of it. He actually did a pretty good job because he got away from Chris Jones. So... You know, I don't know if you should look back and go, Kyle, you should know the pressure's coming right there. But they don't run the ball on first down. Okay, so now it's second and 10. Aaron Banks gets the Niners' third false start of the game at that point. Now it's second and 15. Second and 15, Brock makes a really bad throw to Debo. We have to watch it again. I didn't think it was tipped. It was just a bad throw, very low. Debo had no shot at it. So now it's third and 15. Can you get the field goal range? No. Brock runs. Willie Gay tracks him down. They got a punt. Chris Conley, who if the Niners win this game, probably would have been like top five MVP voting, makes a great tackle down to the two-yard line uh, on the punt. Not a tackle. He downs it at the the two. So, okay. You did not run the ball in that possession. Fine. Once you get to second and 15, tough spot. But not running it on first down. When they blitzed you, turns out to be a mistake, right? So Spagnuolo wins, you lose in that spot. Spagnuolo won, 49ers lost on that possession. All right, next possession. Uh, Purdy, first down. Actually, I said he evaded uh, Chris Jones. No, he didn't. Uh, he just threw the ball away on that Chanel blitz. The next possession is, again, first down after the punt. Almost gets sacked. Tries to, you know, they're throwing on first down, gets away from Jones, throws it to Jennings. Nice little sidearm, but he loses yardage. Okay. So now it's second and 18. Check down to McCaffrey. Third and 11. Incomplete. Down that left sideline. Kittle never saw it. Debo got hurt. Punt. Chris Conley tackle. Okay. Haven't run. We, ha, it's been like an hour since the second quarter. The Niners haven't run the football. So uh, Chiefs get the ball. They kick a field goal. It's 10 to 6. Niners next possession. They run on first down. No game. Then second and 10. No, they not run. They go empty. So the chiefs know exact, the chiefs know you're not running the ball here on second and 10. That was a spot. And I give I thought, you know what? I thought Romo was good in this game. I I know Romo, him and Nance, they got heavily criticized by Andrew Marchand of the athletic. I saw in an elevator in Vegas, said hello to nice guy. Good, excellent rider. A lot of criticism, and it was a good scoop by Marchand because clearly somebody around Romo thinks he's not prepared enough. Romo was really good in the Super Bowl. He said, Kyle, run it again on second down. Shanahan did not run it on second down. They throw the ball incomplete. Third down, throw the ball. McDuffie has undercuts. You know, these against really good man to man cornerbacks. 50-50 50-50 balls to Debo, he's not going to win. He do, that's just not his strength. It's not his strength when you're playing McDuffie. It's not his strength when he's playing um, Mooney Ward or Diomedo Lenore in camp. That is not his strength. So McDuffie all over him, Debo's got to break it up. So now the Niners have had three possessions and they've won. The, they've run the ball one time. Now, in fairness to them, Their mistake of not running it on first down and second down on that drive or first down on the other two drives, they make mistakes and then they put themselves in, you got to pass situations. But that's Spagnuolo winning. Uh, Fourth Niners possession. Hard to really criticize them here because they score a touchdown. They throw the ball on first down, though. Purdy, I think the ball got tipped. I write in my notes, the ball gets tipped. Didn't get tipped. Just came out bad. But McCaffrey. Jennings, Debo, juice, um, IUK, big play. So then they're rolling. Okay. Okay. But you know, that was the third quarter. It ended at that point. They did not score. They did not run the ball. They ran the ball like twice. they ran the ball twice in the third quarter. That's the number I'm looking at it here. I think two runs in the third quarter, Ah, eh, three, cause juice ended the third quarter with a, with a second and one down, uh, second and one run. So did he abandon the run? I think that's going to be one of the big narratives in this game. I think Abandon is too strong. I think he put himself in bad spots where he had to throw. But by not running on first down, they did that to themselves. And by getting beat by Spagnolo on the first down play after the interception, they did it to themselves. So I thought he that's, you know, mark that down. I, I said there were two critical plays where Spagnuolo beat Shanahan. Really, there was three then right after the interception. That's another one. Spagnuolo had the right call. Shanahan had the wrong call. And um, big moment. Big moment there. Murray on the uh, stream says, none of our star guys on offense took over the game. McCaffrey, Ayuk, Kittle, Debo, couldn't get anyone going. I mean, ultimately, McCaffrey had eight catches for 80 yards. He had... 22 carries for 80 yards. So he had 160 yards in the game, 190 yards in the game. I I thought McCaffrey was really good. I mean, I know three and a half yards of carry, but that's okay. That's your recipe. McCaffrey as a hammer, as a uh, 160, bad math by your boy. Um, 160, eight times two is 16. 160. If you told me 160 yards for McCaffrey, but he only did it on 3.6 yards per carry before the game, I'd say, okay. You know what? That sounds like that recipe. That sounds like the recipe of just of salting the game away. So I thought McCaffrey was really good. Jennings. I think Jennings was going to be the Super Bowl MVP if the Niners had won the game. He threw a touchdown pass. He caught a badass touchdown pass. Seventh round quarterback thrown to a seventh round receiver. Debo, eleven targets three catches carrying the ball, not effective, but I think so much a Debo, it's about getting him the ball in a creative way in space and then letting him make plays. When I see him getting targeted 11 time and catching three, that's usually not a Debo problem. That's usually a ball placement problem, an offensive problem, you know, like, I just said it, but I'll say it again. Debo doesn't win over the top 50-50 balls. That's a losing play. And it's been a losing play if you've been watching the show or listening to me since training camp. I've been saying it since then. I've said it before the season. Every, Every practice I went to, it felt like they threw one ball over the top to Debo per practice just to keep him engaged. But it never worked. It never worked. Ever. Didn't work. Didn't work in camp. Doesn't work during the season. 50-50 ball jump, deep balls, whatever. And it didn't work in the Super Bowl. I get it. Throw it. Fine. You got a guy in the end zone. Take a shot. He doesn't win on that spot. Uh, Kittle. Kittle. Two for four. I don't know what happened on the sideline ball on third down. Did Purdy throw it to a place where you just – Kittle wouldn't expect the ball to be? I don't know. Uh, I thought, he, you know, in the run game, him and Jusz, check was good today. check made another spectacular first down play. You know, they didn't review it. Um, they explained on television that it was a football move after the catch. I agree, but felt like a dicey play. Lysha Mitchell was good in his limited action. Jennings mentioned him was good. Ayuk, to me like I didn't expect a big game from Ayuk because of how good these DBs are, but Ayuk made a couple of big plays when they had to be made, and I thought it was a pretty prototypical IUuk game. Three for 49, you're gonna find him over the middle in a big spot. he's gonna get himself open. Like uh, that was an, that was a pretty classic IUuk game. I think top to bottom, they those guys did enough. Those guys did enough. The 49ers had the wrong plays called on third and four twice, and that's why they lost the Super Bowl. Steve Spagnuolo beat Kyle Shanahan in those two spots, and that's why they lost the Super Bowl. That's that's where I'm at on Sunday night. And where I'm not at is, you know, Kittle should have been better. That's not, I'm not, I, It's Debo, Debo wasn't a war daddy tonight. I don't know. I mean, you know, it was not great, but I thought all those, as a collective, they made enough plays, and then they didn't get a chance. That's why I'm saying what I'm saying. They didn't – those guys didn't get a chance to make a play. They didn't get a chance. Third down and four at the end of the – overtime or in overtime, third down and four, their last possession. Didn't get a chance. Jason on the stream says, window now officially closed. I disagree. Why? Why? I think this team's going to be really talented again next year. Uh, It sucks. It's painful. It, it, it really hurts after the moment when you know how hard it, it is to get to the Super Bowl, how long it took you to get here, how many things you had to overcome all the close calls. But I disagree that the windows officially closed. Um, Your quarterback's still cheap and you're going to still have most of your best players back. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't agree. I don't agree that the window's closed. I I agree that this is your best shot. This was your best shot because you were there. But that that I would agree with. But I, I do not think it's... I do not think uh, the door is closed. Losing Dre Greenlaw. I mean, how hard to quantify. The Niners, just one of the freakiest injuries you've ever seen. And of course, it would happen to the Kyle Shanahan 49ers. They feel just... Weird weird stuff happens to everybody. So there's no, you know, this is just them. But God, the Greenlaw injury, absolutely brutal. And then I'll tell you what, the, the reason I just, this just occurred to me. The reason after the Packer game, I said, I think you got to go Jair Brown instead of Logan Ryan. Was that kind of like rub route pick play that the Packers ran. I, I think it was a two-point conversion. Whatever, whether it was a two-point conversion or a touchdown, it was the front right pylon in a short goal-to-go situation. And Logan Ryan got put in a bad spot, couldn't make a play. Who gets hurt? Who gets hurt? Jair Brown. He's off the field at the end of the game. Now, would it, would it have been him to make a play? It was Mooney Ward that uh, um, Romo just showed being put in a bad spot. But, I, you know, I just can't help but think. May, I, I thought that was, I, I, you know what? I thought that was the time to call a timeout. You had two timeouts. It's first down and goal, first and goal. And, uh, yeah, Kelsey just picked up the first down. I, I think you call a timeout right there let your guys breathe for the same reason. I think it was okay to, to take the ball first in the second half. I think you got to let your guys breathe right there. That would be if th- there's another Shanahan second guess stuff. Uh, LOL. You just said Bosa should have been better. Well, I said there was a play that he did the wrong thing. And it was one of the plays that cost him. uh so I don't know why I don't know what's ridiculous about that. Um get to a few more of your super chats here. Brandon Staley, New Niners DC, L O L. You know, you get them away from uh fourth down situations. Tucker, super chat, was looking forward to guys' reaction to Jennings for MVP. God, I know. So was I. I was too, I was too, Tucker. I thought we had it. I thought we had a Jawan Jennings Super Bowl MVP. Benny, his dad named him Benny. His little brother said, "We're not naming him Benny. I want to name him Jawan." So his mom named him okay, Jawan. We're going to spell it differently. I thought we had. I thought we had a Jawan Jennings MVP. I felt really good. I for those of you, I watched. I, not I watched. I did a a live halftime stream instead of watching the halftime show. And I felt pretty good at that point. Um, though I said, you know, you just, you can't, there's only so many chances you can miss and give to Mahomes. I, so much of the talk in the week leading up to the Super Bowl was just, I love this team, except do you want to bet against Mahomes? And somebody said to me today, they're like, you know, I, I think it's kind of lazy analysis to say, well, it could just be Mahomes that beat you. Well, no, it's not. I think that I, I hate to be right about that, but. That's like the one thing I was right about pregame. Devin says, uh, we won't win a Super Bowl with Shanahan. I disagree. I I think he's capable. Sean says, can we stop calling Kyle an offensive genius? I don't think we will, and that's fine. But um, he missed his chance. He missed his chance tonight. Gabriel says, uh, third Super Bowl loss in a row. Were the Niners were the better team? Championship windows close early, and Kyle has wasted this one. Well, the Niners looked better in the first half. Uh, Ultimately, they had a better collection of offensive talent. But not every player is worth just one. One player, right? Mahomes is worth more than one. And they got Mahomes, and you don't. And the last time the 49ers lost like this, they were uh, ultimately inspired to go for broke and take a swing for the fences and draft Trey Lance. Uh, They're not going to do that now, but there's no question. You need the quarterback. You need Purdy, even though I thought it was solid today. You need him to continue to evolve. I mean, there was the play that he called the timeout on because he didn't like the protection, but Romo thought he should not have called the timeout and and changed the protection. Because he had, a, he had a matchup at the bottom with McCaffrey that he should have liked. So, you know, I, I thought today his athleticism, his arm held up fine in the game. You're not going to go toe-to-toe and match him in those regards with Mahomes. But I thought against a really good defense, right? And we talked about it, like Purdy had not been great against the best defenses they faced, like Cleveland and Baltimore. And I thought he was good. I thought he was good in this game. Uh, against a really good defense, good enough. Super chat from Jonas. One problem is not enough runs in the third quarter. The egregious problem is to go empty a lot. Yeah, like I said, we I addressed that a minute ago, but did not love the em- empty second down play. Why do you think Kyle chose to not run the ball? I need help understanding this. I, I think I now I didn't listen. I haven't heard his post game yet. He he spoke while we were doing this, so I'll go back and watch that tonight and and talk about it tomorrow. But um, I don't think that was his intent. I think j- simply a couple of play calls on first down where he decided to, to throw the football that went sideways and then one penalty on one and a backwards play and another, put him in, put him in a position to not run in the third quarter. I, I don't think my guess is he said that was not his intent. And then situations kind of put him in, in that spot. But this is a good point. When your D is playing well and the opponent is gassed and at zero D line depth, you just keep running over and over and over. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it's not an excuse for Kyle. He puts himself in that spot. He put himself in that. He put them in that spot by not, um, by not running on those first downs. Spe- the one that kills me. And maybe he thought, you know, quick change, um, quick change. I'm going to take a shot after the interception, right? Teams do that. But I don't know. You're up. You're up ten to three. That's not really your mo. You don't do that. You're at the forty-four. Expect pressure and and run the football. Uh, super chat. Kyle thinks he's too much of a genius trying to outsmart everyone when pound the pound the pound, just pound with brute force can solve it. I, you know, I don't totally agree with that just because Shanahan often does just pound the ball with brute force, but he went to it too late in this game. Uh, Tobin said he put five on Jennings for MVP. What were the odds on our boy Benny for MVP? Damn, I hate Mahomes. He says, "Somebody tell me what were the odds on Jennings for MVP? Because that would have that would that would have been, mm. God, that would have been sweet." It's this is now two Super Bowls that have gone to overtime. The last one being Falcons Patriots. And both of them, I was talking to David Lombardi and his wife, Margo, about this a couple days ago. And um, I texted him today because his wife, Margo, was like, I think we need an overtime. Have we had an overtime before in the Super Bowl? It's like, yeah. And Lombardi and I were both like, and that one was anticlimactic at the end just the way that the patriots scored to win that game, kind of a wide open run. It, you know, it wasn't a dramatic play. Just the second the play happened, it was a touchdown. Uh, although that one actually was kind of close. I take it back. That one was a it was not an obvious touchdown. We had to wait for a second. And this one was was similar was similar. Um it was such a such a just a brutal last play. I mean to lose is to lose But to lose on a walk-in touchdown, when you just get completely tricked, is somehow, I don't know, it feels like it makes it worse. You know, if your guy is there, DB on his back, Mahomes slings it in. If you hand the ball off and some dude breaks a couple tackles, but to have a walk-in totally fooled, never had a chance. I mean, now that I say it out loud, you really think about There are three big plays in the game the two third and fours that I've hammered and the touchdown where it was a complete coaching play. You know, I mean, uh, uh, pick any two football players you've watched in your life and they score a touchdown on that last play that the chiefs called. Right. I mean, JT O'Sullivan to Joe Williams. That's a touchdown. Uh, it's, That's bad. That's just really bad. Anybody scores on that play. God, the more I think about that play, the more I hate that play. Everybody wins it. So the point being like, that's just a complete outsmart. Complete outsmart. Uh, sometimes you got to roll a hard six. Thanks to the amazing content. Sports psychologist interview was a top 10 spot. Thank you. I'm glad you appreciated that. That was Dr. Michael Gervais. If you missed that earlier in the week uh, from Vegas, I was in Vegas. For those of you, I was in Vegas this week. Uh, Khalil, we've lost three Super Bowls in 10 years. Jets 49ers are losers, period. Strong disagree for me on that. Uh, losing in the Super Bowl makes you a Super Bowl loser, but does not make you a loser. Uh, what the Niners were between Harbaugh and Shanahan, the Tom Sula era, the Chip Kelly era, before that, the singletary era, they were losers. Three Super Bowl losses, you lost Super Bowls doesn't make you a loser franchise. Uh, we'll chalk that up to a Super Bowl emotion night, but I that's a that's a very strong disagree from me and uh, we can argue all off season about that. Uh, you know you just don't know what chances you're gonna have, but I think they they are around the ball a lot just like life you got to be around the ball you got to deal with failure you got to bounce back from failure it's um you hope that that one day you do win it and all the failure makes it even sweeter you're going to have to beat Mahomes or Burrow or Herbert or you know and Harbaugh or it's not it's going to be really freaking tough and this year it felt like the NFC opened its doors to you maybe maybe the Jordan Love and the Packers will be better next year Maybe the Lions will come back even better, even though, as as you know, I believe they're they're capped. Maybe the Rams will come back better, even though Stafford's aging. Maybe Caleb Williams is going to end up at the NFC, and and maybe they'll be solid, but they're not. They're, it's they're not losers. Uh, those guys have played their ass off. They've got a top five coach, who got beaten some bad spots today, and they lost the Super Bowl again. And the franchise that was known for winning Super Bowls, the gold standard, won five. Um, if you're a Niner fan who, you know, wasn't uh, 10 years old in in '94 or you weren't around in the '80s, then all you know is heartbreak and losing in big spots. And it's it's kind of wild, really, that the Shanahan era and the Harbaugh era feels so similar right now. So similar. You know, watching Harbaugh lose in NFC Championship game and Super Bowl, I did feel like Jim, I felt like his teams were never going to be buttoned down enough to win a Super Bowl. Now, Jim ultimately won a national championship at Michigan, and I do think that kind of proved me wrong. I didn't think Jim would win a championship at Michigan. I just thought his team's Would not in the biggest moment step up. So here's Kyle Shanahan here wearing a a similar weight on his back. Are his teams ever going to really get over the top? You know, are they, does he have teams good enough to win championships? Yes. So did Jim. Jim didn't do it, not until college. Now he's back in the NFL. Does Shanahan have teams good enough to win Super Bowls? Yeah. I mean, if these two teams played 10 times, Kansas City's got Mahomes. You'd have to give him the edge, maybe six out of the ten. But I said earlier in the week, I disagreed with Ross Tucker, who said he thought this was a seven out of ten Chiefs team over this Niner team. Strongly disagree. Only fear more, feel more strongly about that in the end. Um, you can't say this was just about Mahomes, though. I don't get me wrong; it's not just about Mahomes. I think Spagnuolo deserves. They all do. I mean, you you win this thing, a bunch of people win it, but Mahomes and Spagnuolo. That's who won the chief the Super Bowl, but I do think that I I do think Kyle Shanahan's capable of it. I don't know if he ever will. He may he may never, and then I'll be wrong, right? But I just the guys who are around the ball this much. It, I I don't know what the percentages are on how much they win. Most teams don't win, but I I still believe in Kyle Shanahan. Despite the fact that I've told you two decisions, specific play calls he made against the other coach, the other coach beat him today. So I, you know, he's deserves the criticism. But I'm not. I'm not looking at this. I don't think this team is a group of losers. I don't think they're losers. Super chat from Evan who says Steve Wilkes struggled a lot in the back half of the season, including the playoffs. Does Kyle Shanahan replace him? I think he does. I think he does. I think Kyle was mad about the blitz um, at the end of regulation. Sorry, I think he was mad about the blitz in the overtime, and then he called the timeout to call a defensive play. I'm sure he's done it. It's pretty alarming when you see the offensive coach telling the defensive coordinator what to do with that level of frustration and emotion. So my prediction right now is that is that he... He will replace him. Yeah. Uh, Super chat from Joshua. Kyle did it twice when he kicked the field goal. He gave the Chiefs four downs on every try. They would have been better off turning it over. The moment he elected to kick, he should have lost in regulation. You're saying on fourth and four, Joshua, on fourth and four in regulation, he should have gone for it instead of kicking the 53-yarder. That moody made, by the way. I'm not saying that at Josh. I'm just saying, wow, Moody. Um, you know, I get. You could argue, and I did not feel this way at the time, so I'd be. This is a little re- revisionist history for me. But you could argue both third and fours play them like four down territory, run the football instead of putting yourself in a position where you are now. You know, Broxman good against the blitz. It's crazy. When Kansas City blitzed, it just felt like they got home like that. Like they got home so fast with the blitz. The Niners blitz, and it was the, – the, the Niners blitz is just the least blitzy blitz that uh, – I, I, it's crazy how little they get home on the uh, – a little at least it feels like they get home on the blitz. Kansas City blitz, and they'd be on – they'd be at Purdy's knees in a millisecond. The Niners blitz, and it takes four and a half seconds for the shit to unfold. It's crazy. Um, So you could argue both spots. Again, I'm doing this revisionist history. Maybe you said at the time, definitely felt dicey kicking it with Moody, but he made it. But if you want to argue both spots, treat it like four-down territory. You got to go win it the same way. Now, he did it with the juice play. He did it with, uh, I'm sorry, not the juice play, the kittle play. What was that? uh, Yeah, the fourth down that Jennings scored on. Jennings eventually scored the touchdown. He went for it fourth and three, threw the ball there. So you could argue, you could argue. I was not going to make this case, but now that you guys are making this case, you could argue if you're going for it on fourth and three there, now you're down at that point, a little bit of a different spot, that you should treat those other. Third down spots like four down territory. I mean, if you're going to kick it with Moody, I, you know, you could say, well, fourth down, it's a tie game. You don't get it. You're giving Mahomes the ball, you know, near midfield. But if you miss the field goal, you're doing the same thing. You could argue that. You could. I was, I am, still am okay. I just thought the play, the both play calls are terrible. Or you just, you lost, right? You prepare all this time for this third and four. And you lost on both those plays, and those two plays, you just make one of them, just make one of them, and you win the Super Bowl. So ultimately, Joshua, I'm not, I, I'm not gonna agree with you on this. I think it is a legitimate point, though. But I, I'm okay. You know, you take one field goal, you got another third and four, win the game. Just don't ha- have a play that kind of works. Travis said, uh, we got another one weighing in here. Another person weighing in on taking the ball first in OT, bad decision. Yeah, I I, like I told you, your defense was so gassed. The Niners defense was gassed. You know, I've seen coaches in college do that, uh, where you think, like, what are they doing? In college, it's even kind of crazier to do it. Thanks for the super chat, Griffin. Uh, Stuart. Super chat, no point in being a fan of this team. I would make suggestions for the offseason, but we all now we all know how it will end. Shanny will SB with other team. I don't know what that last part means, but um I don't I don't see any um I'm not, I guess I'm not gonna talk you out of it tonight, but then that they are, you're still going to have a really talented team coming back next year, and maybe your quarterback who was one of the best offensive players in the NFL this year, maybe your running back who's one of the best offensive players in the league this year, and maybe they'll be, maybe they'll be just as good, maybe the quarterback will be better. I don't know. There's, there's, I, I can't say anything in, to that that makes you feel any better, uh, Matthew. Super check. Kyle should be fired. Not because he isn't good. He is a good coach. Not because he can win. He can. But there are mistakes you just can't make. And having McCaffrey having 15 rushes at the end of the fourth quarter, is unforgivable. Uh, Matthew, Kyle Shanahan should not be fired. Period. Uh, Not just because you have to find a way to upgrade. You're going to go hire Belichick. Um, Bill coming to be the 49ers defensive coordinator would be, that'll be, people are going to say that on Monday, by the way, that the Niners should go pay Bill Belichick $20 million to be their defensive coordinator. I would be all about, I would be all for it. Maybe there's something there. I mean, he called and gave them Garoppolo. Maybe you likes him. Does he want to do that? Doesn't feel like Belichick style, but you know, in the same way you called about Brady, I think you got to, you gotta call Bill and ask him if he'll come be your defense. I know it sounds insane, but you gotta do it. You gotta call Belichick and see if he'll come be your DC. You're not firing Kyle Shanahan. But I'm not gonna hold that against anybody on Sunday night after they lost the Super Bowl. Roberto, uh super chat. Truth is we took Mahomes and Reed to overtime. Mahomes is a generational quarterback. We will be back. Need to fix the offensive line. McKivitz is trash. Uh, You do need to be better on the offensive line. You know, you've got this quarterback who now's the time you got to protect them. So can you spend money on the offensive line? Can you draft on the offensive line? When when, uh, uh, Burford had to come into the game, at right guard and Romo goes, Well, it's fine. They they've basically been running a rotation at right guard anyway. It's like, yeah, I know they have. And that's crazy. For two years they've been rotating right guards. That's insane. I mean, I, I've never that's unheard of. It's really unheard of on good teams. Um that's just wild. I'm going to go through here, and I think Metalcoff is going to uh, hop in in a second. I'm just going to clear out some of these. So many of your super chats. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it very much. ButcherBox.com
2: slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at ButcherBox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it.
3: Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code.
0: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too?
1: Uh, Johnny boy, what's up, man? Good to see you.
3: I lost an astronomical amount of money over the last like five days. If you include that game, that was, uh, it was a double kick in the dick. You know, you want the Niners to win. You want them to win by two and a half. And you're like, God, they're going to get a stop. And then they just don't. Yeah. They just do not.
1: How much are we talking? How many units Uh,
3: today? Today was, today was pretty large. I just, everyone was betting on the chiefs. Yeah, like, this is just. Niners are winning this game, and they're out playing them, they're out playing them, they're out playing them. But you can't, you can't have a one shot lead against Tiger Woods on the back nine of a major. You can't have a two, be up two points against Steph or Michael. You know they just, I thought the game, was almost defined by just not having a cushion the way you were playing. Yeah, it's, you, you, if you would have been up fourteen, maybe you only win by three points, and they kind of storm back. But you just—they never were able to get that. That 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 fumble. At first, I wanted to kill Ray Ray, and then it obviously wasn't his fault, but he, he actually made the right play. Right, diving on the ball.
1: Well, he didn't dive; he tried to scoop. <laughs> but yeah,
3: but he's in a weird spot. You're he not, is. He's trying to back up. It's not his. It's not. It's no. really no one's fault. I mean, it's a freak deal. But. Holy! Did Mahomes Mahomes won the MVP. Uh, you know, I assume I so. Imagine. He
1: threw for three hundred thirty three yards. How about how about Nance at the end? He's like three thirty three. Did you hear Nance's line at the end? No, three hundred thirty three yards for Mahomes, and that's significant because Allegiant Stadium sits at thirty three thirty three Al Davis Way. We <laughs> got a little bit of a stretch there, Jim Jimbo. Uh, I thought him and Na- I thought Nance and Romo were really good. I I'll agree. tell you, let me give you a couple of my headlines, John, and you can react to and you tell me a couple like I want to know why they lost the game from your perspective. Um, but you just said kind of something similar that I said on on this stream when I started, which is this is what it must have been like to be the jazz of the 90s. Right. Or the Rockets. Now, the Rockets eventually won after Michael went away. Um, well, does this one sting the worse than last one? I mean, I guess it's things worse because you already had you already had lost it once and you got your way back. So maybe in that sense, you were playing. You were you were the. It felt like in both games there were points where it just you looked like the better team. Um, but they were a better team in the last one, right? This this Chiefs team was there to be beat more so than the last Chiefs team. Now, their defense, defense, their
3: defense is pretty good. Yeah, this good. defense
1: is pretty good. Well, let me tell you, with with that in mind, I thought two plays defined this game. Like, right now in the moment, two plays to find the game. Kyle got beat by Steve Spagnolo on two of the biggest plays of the game. He got beat by him on third and four, down on the goal line, on the first possession of overtime, right, where Purdy has to throw the ball away, just kind of lofts it up to Jennings. And I sent the play. Jennings Chris was open, right? Jennings was open. Go look at the play again. Ayuk is W-A-O, wide, ass open in the back of the, the end middle. zone. Yeah. But Chris Jones is unblocked. Chris Jones is unblocked. You have lost the play if Chris Jones is unblocked. And I said it to our boy, Jeff Schwartz, and he goes, you know what? At first, he's like, have the tackle's got to take him. But then he's like, you know, I looked at it again. Somebody was going to come unblocked on that play. So it sucks, John, when you have a play that doesn't even have a chance. So there's a third and four. Spagnolo just beat Kyle. The other third and four, do you remember the other one? It was at the two-minute warning. Two-minute warning. Third down and four. They bring the blitz again. Purdy's got nothing. Like the blitz is on him in a heartbeat. There's nothing he can do, and they eventually settle for the. one Ma- is
3: that when McDuffie tipped it,
1: and then he yeah, and then and then uh, Moody okay, kicks the guy, 53 yard. Christ, McDuffie Mc, was everywhere. McDuffie's excellent. So to me, like you know, I know there's going to be all these big Shanahan takes the off season. Whatever he did, he got beat by Spagnuolo on the two third and fours, and I and actually one other play comes to mind after they get the interception. To start the second half, they're at the forty-four yard line, and Leo Chenal comes on a blitz, and the Chiefs' blitz gets to Purdy in like half a second. The Niners' blitz takes eight minutes to get to Mahomes.
3: Get and, to him? Well, no, they yeah, they not blitz. get to They them. never get to him.
1: <laughs> yeah, not get to him. They take eight seconds to not get to him. But you know that's where that's where I like people like did Colin band in the run. I'm like, well, that was a first down play. Where you you in hindsight, you got to figure at the time, you got to figure Spagnuolo is going to bring the heat, and he does and you don't run the ball, and you just you just put yourself behind the eight ball. So I thought those two third and fours, you pick up just one of those, the one under the two-minute warning or the one on the goal line, and you probably win the Super Bowl. And it'd be one thing if Purdy just didn't make a throw or somebody dropped the ball or you check it down to Kittle and he gets tackled, but you had two plays that were dead on arrival, DOA, and you got you got beat on those two plays and just won one of them.
3: They, they didn't have many of those, felt like, in the second half. The they did not, yeah, they did not have many DOA plays for the most part. I mean, they they fucked up a couple times, but not on the level in which the play was just fucked by Mahomes. Yeah. In terms of like he's just – there's nothing for him to do. You know, Full a bar. lot of Purdy's – Yeah, I, I I thought that one to defi- – Listen, I, I have no problem with taking the ball first because like if they score a touchdown, then you feel the weight of the world on Purdy. I was like, ah, I I kind of understood that. Think about this. Honestly, one of the biggest, Purdy was good. The other guy was fucking incredible when it mattered the most. And you, I mean, you're playing Tom Brady 2.0. I think you text me that. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's what you're doing. So I text you that get, when they were up. <laughs> you get in the moment in overtime, and Andy Reid, there are moments in the game where Andy's sitting with Patrick when they were struggling. Why? Because he basically has, do you know what the Chiefs do have? Andy Reid is the head coach of the team and obviously the offensive play caller, but they do have a head coach of the defense that he does not fuck with at all. The the 49ers do not. They have a defensive coordinator that Kyle overruled in the Super Bowl in overtime. And honestly, it probably was the right choice, but whether maybe the play would have worked, who knows, he doesn't trust him because he had just got beat by that play, which they had multiple big beaters in I think it was both in overtime, the one to Rice, I think another one to Kelsey. They definitely had another one to Kelsey in the fourth quarter that like Andy just knew the exact like that was the highest level of Mahomes and Andy. Like they've had sexier plays. Today was just like the Brady Belichick in a tight game. It's not going to be a sexy, but when the fucking confetti falls, it falls on you. Just like you make the winning plays, the right calls, the right moments. And Kyle didn't trust his defensive coordinator. Period point blank end of story. Now, maybe the play would have worked, maybe not, but, like, he didn't trust it. And that's pretty crazy micromanaging in the Super Bowl. Borderline unheard of, I would say. Yeah, Borderline I, unheard of. And I'm not and, saying it's the wrong call. I, I don't pretend to know the what the play call would have been. Clearly it was going to blitz again, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is where – His good defensive
3: work, line had to be gassed.
1: Which is another reason why I had no problem with him taking the ball to start the overtime, by the way, because his defense was gassed at the end of regulation. And so were they. Right? you. Want I to wish he'd taken a timeout before the first downplay that won them the game. You know, he had two times. He could have used – I thought he should have used a timeout in the red zone at the end of the game, at the end of the overtime, Shanahan, on defense. Yeah. He likes um, timeouts with him. Yeah, he's hit, for no reason. I mean, it's just, it's, 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 the first – how about when Rumble's like, by the way, folks, this is just the first – think of it as the first quarter of overtime. I'm like, I don't know how much longer I can do this, but you need to stop here. Um, when
3: he said that, and they said it going into the overtime, Maria's like, "Wait, they play an entire another game?" I'm like, "No, he's just explaining it wrong."
1: Yeah, I, I mean, how about these? What two are you
3: talking teams? about, Tony? You, this is not. There's not an extra game going on. There's. If you want to use timeout, use timeout. This is not the first quarter. You can use a fucking timeout. This this drive is for the game, Tony. There are not three more quarters coming.
1: Uh, but you know, I thought it was interesting that, like, well, anyway, let me finish that point. So. I wouldn't use the time out there, say, but I, would, so, I think to that, me, the
3: defining plays were those overtime defensive play calls because at the end of the day, you score on that drive. I know it sucks and you know, the Chris Jones play, but you did get three points and if anyone had them minus two and a half, you're like, oh, just get a stop. The defense <laughs> has been awesome. This was not like some 45-42 game.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, they 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 had been awesome most of the game, but Kansas City scored on its last three drives. You know, they went field goal, field goal, touchdown. So it like they had won the field goal. You'd be
3: in pretty good shape.
1: No, I, 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 know, I know, but I just know that you had two I third mean, touchdowns. And fours a were day two? I guess three at the end. Three, but I, you just had two third and fours. Were you just one of them? So I, I think it was more about. I think it was more about those plays. Um. But what I, I just I, this is where Romo, what I was going to say to your point on Shanahan and the defensive coordinator, you're so right because Kyle had to babysit basically in his mind his DC, and this is where Romo being really good today was really good for everybody to understand what was happening. He hated the blitz on the Rushy Rice play, so then he, what he said was, "It's cover zero, good job by Kyle to call the timeout. You can't run that again." So I, you know, I well, I think. Sh- We've, I don't think Steve Wilkes will be back. That moment in the Super Bowl is a pretty strong indication that he's probably not coming back.
3: They were, after, I would say 80% of it, his defense was pretty elite, wouldn't you say, relative to what I know. it's been? I know. It was. If you're a betting man right now, you think Steve Wilkes is relieved of his duties? I, I
1: just, your coach had to overrule him on the biggest drive of the game in the Super Bowl. I don't think he's back.
3: And he had to tell him to come down. Throughout the season, like there have been some to... moments that were pretty weird. If, if this was college football, it'd be a lock. He'd be back or not. I back, know. It, right? I know it sounds insane. NFL. It's a little weird. Super Bowl one year.
1: I know. I don't want to be like dumbass suggestion on Twitter, John, but you, you got at least
3: call you Kyle will call Belichick and check. Well, yeah. Well, you have to. All right. the, the problem is my issue with like putting it all on Steve on that play is it's not like your zone defense was working. He's just trying to mix it up a little bit. The other guy's blitzing nonstop. How's the other guy blitzing nonstop, no problem, and getting home and peppering the quarterback, and these guys blitz and no one even gets close? Is it because Patrick knows the exact right? Is it because his group's played together longer? They have new offensive linemen. I, I, I like de- It parted like the Red Sea on some of their blitzes. If the Niners ever were to blitz the equivalent of their McDuffie, it would be a fucking touchdown. At minimum 30, 40 yards. So, yeah, I mean, schematically, listen, no one's going to argue. If I told you tomorrow it's an Adam Scheff or Steve Wilkes, they told just, listen, you don't even need a cup. You're done. No Niner fan's going to complain. It would be pretty like, Jesus. It would, he'd basically, because I thought he was good. Now, he was pretty atrocious the last couple of weeks. And if you can't trust him, like, ultimately, if you can't trust a player or a coach in that moment, because that's all he's coaching for right now, like, he's not coaching for the money anymore. He doesn't give a fuck about the win percentage in the regular season. Like, like he's just – he is that guy right now in the NFL more than anyone else. Honestly, there's no one even – he's in his own little category. He's like Phil Mickelson, 03, or Charles Barkley was for a long time. He's just in this rare category. Like, Kevin Durant would have been his entire career if he hadn't come to Golden State. Just Is this guy ever going to win a championship?
1: You're talking about Kyle.
3: I'm talking about Kyle. So Yeah, he might, the Phil – I like the Phil combo. I would imagine, yeah, you've kind of convinced me. that he's fired this week. Because what if, if, you, if you can't trust him in that spot, what's the point? And well, I don't know I, that well, you
1: or I can't trust him. I just know Kyle doesn't. Kyle just, it, and Kyle was furious when he called the timeout too. It wasn't like Kyle was like, hey, let's talk about this. Kyle thought it was idiotic, right? Well, but here's what I don't understand. And in Wilk's defense, he's going up against Patrick Mahomes, but what? But they've been
3: calling—they—they they were calling the zone defenses, and they were getting easy completions. So he yeah. tries to mix up a coverage. And even Tony was like, "You can't just go soft zone on these guys. They're going to work their way right down the field." I don't know. They kind of know what they're doing. So you do have to throw a different pitch. What happens when you throw your different pitch? The problem is he's thrown that pitch a couple times throughout the season, and it's gone into the stands. And th- clearly, Kyle is not comfortable with that pitch, right? And whenever he does it and it doesn't work, Kyle kind of throws a hissy fit. He does not. So you're basically saying, and I think this is true, that Kyle is cool with them just playing the soft zone defense and letting them kind of go and hopefully to get some maybe guy trips or you make a big tackle over putting it all on black and having it show up red.
1: It feels like it's an
3: automatic first down, or at least it was for them late in the game. Because they run those crossing routes, and he did it multiple times.
1: What did you think when they
3: lined Andy up? he did – I mean, he did make some great play calls, that little thing to Kelsey with like both – you know, it's just – you're playing – I mean, you're talking about a guy that – I mean, his resume. I know. Belichick could never win without Tom. This guy is going to go – I mean, is he like Lombardi, Walsh, Belichick, Andy Reid? I mean, this guy's like one of the great coaches of all time who's also calling the plays with this quarterback who if it just – disappeared tomorrow like is he a top two or three quarterback of all time right now I mean that's that's who you're playing I it is easier it sucks I'm not saying it's, it's this really sucks trust me but you are not losing to Nick Foles you are not losing to Rando. you're not losing to Jared Goff and Dan Campbell this sucks but I, I do think like Steve Wilkes like I thought his defense was fucking good most of the game I don't think he's so good about them all I know, I don't is, disagree with you. I think I'm he's just, getting fired. You yeah. convinced I think he's done. Okay.
1: What did you think when the when the uh, Chiefs lined up in the shotgun on fourth and one in overtime? Niners get a stop. They win the Super Bowl, and Mahomes pulls it with. I could
3: barely. I could barely watch.
1: Bosa in a weird way, I had, down the- gonna,
3: I had a weird. I had just like this is destiny. He's gonna maybe someone will kind of smoke the guard and he'll overthrow a guy. I didn't expect that play call. Hit me off guard, so I'm, I'm not pretending to be, like, some defensive genius. I didn't know it was coming. Did you think he was going to do, like, a zone no. read
1: keeper? No, but I'm with you. I was I felt strangely – when I saw them line up in the shotgun, I was like, oh, yeah. That's what you want if you're the Niners. Them on fourth and a one. with, And then the only play that you could have told me is a guaranteed first down is the play they ran. And Bosa – it was the second time they did it to Bosa. Bosa just crashing
3: down the line, and Mahomes runs right by him. Purdy was, I thought, damn good tonight. relative to even what I was expecting. He was he that some of those plays in that overtime drive uh, were fantastic. It is pretty telling, though, when your franchise, if the 49ers could have sent anyone out for the coin flip, it would have been Kyle versus Mahomes. They said the heart and soul. And Romo said this like, like, yeah, Fred was telling us he's not just the heart and soul of the defense. He, he knows the team relies on him, which is awesome. I love a friend fucking flying around today. He's making plays left and right. But when the heart and soul of your team at the highest level in this sport, that's the guy you send out, like you are going to be at a disadvantage when they're sending out like the Ravens back in the day would have sent out Ray Lewis. Well, if the other guy's Peyton or Tom, like that, that team just has the slight advantage in that moment, right? You would always take, it's a no-brainer for every team with an all-time great quarterback. And maybe Purdy goes on to have some – you can't send Purdy out in that spot. I'm not disputing who he sent out. I thought that was very representative of, like, they're sending their great linebacker and they're sending – it's no-brainer. It's, it's not a fuck-around time. Not seven guys are walking out there. You look, Patrick, go. And Kyle looks, Fred, you go. I mean, because that's team captain, leader of the group, the guy leading you. With Neither coach probably hesitated. Mahomes maybe, Andy didn't even need to look at him. He starts walking. Fred, both of them. They don't even need to be told. Go. Go. And then when the game ended, what? And Fred was there. Fred fucking played corner on Travis Kelsey on the one play. It was incredible. I mean, Greenlaw tears his Achilles, which was pretty clear right away. It's like, oh my, this, how could this happen? I felt awful. I mean, that sucked. I kept thinking how shitty it's going to be for him once they win the Super Bowl and he's celebrating, which is cool, but it can't be as like you're in, the, you're like, this sucks. Can't, and he was so good early. But I thought that was very representative of like who the Patriots sent out, right? Who would the Peyton Manning teams send out? It's like the, the of course the Niners had Fred Warner. Like that's not Trent's really deal, right? It's Fred. I guess they could have said Nick, but you know, Fred's the guy. The Christian, thing doesn't, is listen. Christian doesn't do that stuff for it's him. It's not was really it his really? thing. No. What, what was where's George Kittle today? What was
1: this is. Well, he called the big fourth down. I mean, he did
3: no, but I just mean over the course of the game, he can't get I some know. big plays on like third and five. Their corners are excellent. Their physicality on defense is elite. They clearly, you know, Debo's not Mr. Marvin Harrison running routes. And I, made some plays throughout the game when they, when he got them on safeties, but it's hard. Their corners are up in your ass. The 49ers were relying and he's a, a very dependable, awesome player on their third receiver throughout the game. Where when push came to shove, the Chiefs relied on Kelsey, and they relied on on Rice, who right now is their number one receiver. That's where the one thing that this game ages better, because this was the team to get that Chiefs defense. And you and I were with a guy on the Chiefs. He's like on Thursday night. The, the, he's like, By this defense, the group we have is it's not even remotely close of this era." Which is now one of the great little six-year stretches in NFL history, right? Mm-hmm. Six NF- AFC championship games, three Super Bowls. They lost another. Kyle's having one of the great winless Super Bowl streaks. Mar- the the, one of streak. the great
1: Marv Levy streaks, yeah.
3: And you just start – like when that when he scored wide open and the, you realize he's won, it just kind of crossed your mind. Like, is this ever going to happen for him? I know. At least Andy only got to the one in Philly. He lost a lot the game before. You get to this game – and let's face it, most Super Bowls are kind of tight back and forth, and you lose. It's how does Kyle sleep this week? And I don't think he does. Now, you know, this
1: feels like something for another time. The other game,
3: the other are, game you lost by what was the final score? 31 to 20 or whatever. Yeah, they Maybe eventually they put one you one away. Score. Yeah, you lose in overtime where you score in overtime. That's I think this is, this is way worse. I think the overtime uh, adds an element, uh, a pitch. A, a, a variable that the other game can't bring to the table,
1: especially when you, yeah, when you get the ball first and and kick the field goal. Go watch. I mean, I tweeted it. Go watch that play again too. The third and four is just Ayuka is so open. Um, Jennings was open. Jennings and Jennings was they're both open. Uh, uh, what was I going to say to you? Um, oh, look, they are going to most of their talents back next year, but. You know, Greenlaw. You're not going to see Greenlaw till November, probably. Right?
3: <laughs> Who knows what kind of plays? It's safe so. to say he might. You know, it's, you never know with that injury. No. But uh, I don't. I, I, they're I, gonna, there's going to be a key player from this team. Bosa's good. Trent's good. Uh, Christian's good. Fred's good. Locks to be back and Purdy, right? I, I think there could be a variable of a Debo, a Kittle, an Eric Armstead. Like to me, there's a group where one of them is just not back at the money in which they're making. They're just it. That's the way the end. They, they
1: need. They you say they have to get better up front, right on the offensive line.
3: I, like part one.
1: Like part of your deep part of your thing now is we got to play Chris Jones. How do we stop? Chris Jones in the Super Bowl. Now, maybe, who knows what happens, but just that version of player. The Ravens defensive line. All these teams yeah. have good
3: defensive lines.
1: You just, you. how do we stop that guy? Cost us, in some ways, you could argue, the Super Bowl. He just made a play.
3: I feel so, like he made a, I feel like he was yeah, making he,
1: several. <laughs> he made a bunch of How about the, how about the fake, how about the fake screen to Debo that turned into the pitch play to McCaffrey? It was early in the overtime.
3: Do you think that was supposed to go to Debo and got cut off and so he just flipped it to McCaffrey or it was supposed to go to McCaffrey like Andy Reid style? I think it was by design.
1: I do think it was by design. And I thought Romo was good on that. Romo said Chris Jones was so tired, he was just in the right place
3: because he didn't move. That's Greg Papa. He doesn't even try. It's like, well, Greg, I've seen him now. Six years in big games. Listen, I I don't remember every snap of Reggie White either, but this guy's fucking... When the Hall of Fame comes around, he ain't waiting that long. How, how many defensive tackles this good was like? He's an elite player. That, that'd be my pushback to what you were just saying. Yeah. Unless you got like Jason Kelsey or Larry Allen, like most guards are not blocking this guy. He is. He, he's six foot five. He can move. He's just an all time great player. I'd like to end the
1: rotation at right guard after two years if we could, John. If I'm the Niners, that would be one. He
3: technically did with Feliciano. <laughs>
1: well, Feliciano got hurt. It's one thing on the to-do list I would say John. let's let's stop platooning right guards. So to your point like maybe you sacrifice one thing to get better at that spot. But you know, one thing we knew going in is both teams were going to play you just there was going to be a bunch of mistakes, a bunch of errors. The
3: there there, uh, there were more than I thought with some of the fumbles and I that the McCaffrey McCaffrey I, fumble. The game is so so much happened after. It felt like they were scoring a touchdown on that drive, didn't it?
1: They were John. They were nine yards per play after their first two drives in this game. They, they, they were had, moving the ball. They, they had feet. picked up three first downs in
3: their first five
1: plays of the game.
3: I think that I think that McCaffrey turnover was just such a kick in the dick. I think that pick by Jair Brown that led to basically just a couple plays later a punt was a hard thing to stomach. I think when he picked it off, I felt they were closer. And then Mm. you realize, well, they're not quite even in field goal range. And then they went back. They had some moments today where they got I think most people probably pretty critical of that stretch of Kyle in the second half.
1: The third quarter. Pass,
3: pass, pass, pass. Yeah. I do think there were moments though where he was running and all of a sudden it'd be second and nine and no coach that you know doesn't you know, the way he plays, hates second and nine, third and long. Like, honestly, the Chiefs are pretty comfortable. Well, when you have a star quarterback that you just are used to passing, that's, Kyle's offense is relies on, like, play action to pass. The other thing, if I wanted to be critical of Kyle, I've said this forever, now, granted, this just is not offensive plays that he runs, one of your quarterback's best attributes is his legs and mobility. Why don't you move him out more on non-the-play action role? Like, you know how Mahomes, they just roll him out or Josh Allen roll him out? When Purdy rolls out, when shit hits the fan, what usually happens? A fucking play. He's a very instinctive player on the move because he's a good athlete, but he's not really looking to run like a Mahomes or back in the day with Russell Wilson, and he makes great plays down the field. He does it constantly. Kyle's like, yeah, that's not in our offense. That's not the Shanahan way. It's like, well, fucking Kyle, add the goddamn play. Add the play. Especially when their best player is right over your garden center. Get him on the fucking move especially when you have these great athletes all over the field, but he never ever just like shotgun gets him moving. Maybe, you know, use, use checker or Kyle or a Kittle to chip the end and just like let him run and then stop and kind of survey why he's a little shorter, easier for him to see. Kyle's like, Nope, it's going to play him in the pocket, which when it's working great, but when it doesn't work, it, it feels very kind of out of whack when they're passing games out of whack. It, it feels really bad. And there were moments today where you're like, God, this is, I've seen this song and dance. And what do the Chiefs want to do? Like they've done all season when they've won. Keep the game kind of muddy and grimy and just in the teens. That's not how the Niners play. Niners win their games 31 to 20. 35 to 23. 38 to fucking 17. That's how they're comfortable. Kind of running and gunning. The Chiefs, they had to feel... Obviously, there were moments where it's just the Super Bowl. But, like, they're comfortable in this weird game. The Niners... It was hard to get comfortable. I was never comfortable.
1: And every time I wanted to be comfortable, it was hard to be comfortable. I know. Well, I felt like early, like, oh, man, the dam's going to break. You keep running the offense this effectively. You're going to score 17 points. pretty. Like, you're going to score touchdowns here pretty soon. And then you get to the second half, and you go, well, you missed all these opportunities. They're going to get the ball first. And then Mahomes gives you a gift. Like, the Mahomes pick was a rare, really bad decision and throw by Patrick. It wasn't like some defense jumped some crazy he play for, he forced it he really did and it was bad I, I at first I thought he was trying to go to the second receiver but maybe he was just trying to get it to kittle and overthrow him I don't know what he was doing but it was a really bad decision and he gifted it to you I I, I think you're saying what I'm saying which is I don't think Kyle tried to abandon the run in the third quarter he just didn't run it on first down then he'd get a a, a, a penalty or a loss of yards, and then he's second and fifteen. He got a penalty in the first after the interception. He gets a penalty on uh, ba- uh, Banks, and he's in a second and fifteen. A and second eighteen, like
3: it's hard you know. to play good defenses in second and third and long. Yeah, and that, that to me that number starts at like eight. It doesn't even have to be third and fifteen, which they were in countless times. But you're in third and eight, second and nine. That, that's an uncomfortable down against a really good defense. Who will blitz and has good DBs? What do the Chiefs have that I think they do better than everybody in the league? Even better than the Ravens, open field tackle. They all tackle like Richard Sherman or Hufunga. They did. You're right. So what what are the Niners used to they break a lot of tackles? What do they not really do today beside a couple Jennings, which he was fucking playing at? You know, they, they depend sometimes on Debo. I don't know, taking a slant, maybe breaking a tackle, making it from eight yards to like 18. It just kind of, the dam opens, and it never really happened. Even Ayuk would, it, when it was, he would get tackled. They're a great tackling team. If I would have told you the Niners had multiple turnovers and scored 19 points in regulation, what would you have said?
1: Lose by 14, 17.
3: <laughs> yeah, 40 to 19 yeah, 30, or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and then if you that they struggled to score, and, and the Niners' defense was good. I mean, their defensive line, Chase Young clearly was playing out of his ass. Eric Armstead was awesome. Bosa was a man amongst boys. The way he was chasing around, can't even imagine how the physical fitness of that guy. I mean, in the second half, chasing that guy, He was whatever. close a lot. A lot. He hit him a lot. He hit yeah, him a lot. He got close and, a lot. He, I thought he was really that. Has to be one of the best games he's played this year, doesn't it? Just feeling his Both presence. Seconds. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I Other than the – like, he got tri- – they tricked him twice on the Mahomes keepers. And, you know, you think about the Lions game, like – what was What was – I know. What was the difference in
3: that game, though? It was Purdy making plays with his legs. I mean, today Mahomes – That is the play, though, right? I mean, when the, D, when the defensive guy goes, you keep. When he doesn't, you give. Felt like they were just – he was keeping the whole way. It, it did, because they probably knew he was going to go. That's a tough spot. If I – when you say every offensive coach with that play call yearns, it, like it's not the tackle and the end. It's just, if you get the one-on-one or it's not one-on-one, it's actually kind of one-on-three. He's just
1: banking that he's not going to be there.
3: Yeah. Cause because, if one other D line in there, you're in trouble. But if it's just the one guy, he's, he's got problems.
1: And part of it is Bosa makes a lot of good plays in the run game because he crashes so hard, but Mahomes ran from the yeah, backside. Yeah. Mahomes ran for 66. Mahomes ran for 66 yards in this game. You know, I thought maybe I thought
3: I thought thought he had a couple moments running where you realize, like, he's a way better athlete than I even think people that talk about football talk about him as he's that the run he had on the keeper, just how fast he was moving. I I think he's faster than people realize he doesn't look like he's running as fast. Hmm. But how many plays now over the course of his career with his legs when he's had to, is he running by guys?
1: Yeah, he just he's, def-
3: such, he's definitely
1: deceptively fast. Uh, he also has such good feel for when to do it. Like, part of it, when you see him do it, you realize that he could do it more than he does it, you know? He could do it more than he does it. He doesn't do it as much as he could. He really saves it for big spots.
3: Would you say this game is going to be remembered as a bigger win, more historic win on, like, the Andy Reid career or a more devastating loss for Kyle Shanahan?
1: Uh I think because it's the third for Mahomes and Andy, I mean, ultimately, like... You know, Brady and Belichick had some. I guess really the one game that isn't remembered as theirs is the 28 to three comeback. They came back from 28 to three down, and that gets remembered as the Falcons screwing it up more so than them bringing it back. I mean, I do think it's like when you're a dynasty, it tends to be your side of it that gets remembered. So I do think that's what it'll be. I mean, for most people,
3: that's not well, how and, I'll
1: remember it, but
3: you know. Well, there, there's, I, a, there's a small group of teams that have done. You know, in our, in our lifetime, back to back, the Niners in the late '80s, Cowboys, the Patriots. I mean, it's not many teams go back to back Super Bowls. Yeah, that in itself is an incredible accomplishment. And then you already got the other one that they beat the Niners. I, I think that I, I think this were, loss is worse. And I know it's fresh; it just happened an hour ago. Or this feels worse because ultimately, Tyreek Hillcott. Ex, like, exp,
1: explain to me why it feels worse. Because
3: it sounds like you're saying, well, yeah, you, you outplay him again. You yeah. outplay him again. Their team on offense is not as good. Your defense is coming to play. You have the lead multiple times in the second half. You come back and score. Uh, so what – they go up 16 to 13.
1: Yeah, what you, I got it here. What do you got?
3: So it's 16 to 16. hmm And then the Niners kick the field goal, correct? Correct. They get 19 to 16. So right. you have a lead. They got the ball back with whatever, a couple minutes to go.
1: One fifty-three is when the Kansas City drive starts.
3: You have a lead with one fifty to go in the Super Bowl, and your defense has been playing awesome, and you got a chance. And you had him in multiple, like, you had a third and seven. Now he smoked Warner on the play, Kel- Kelsey did, which was an incredible, I wrote down an incredible Andy Reid play call. And, I mean, it's a tough match for Warner. But again, you have a late lead, and the, they did not have the lead with a buck 50 to go in the last Super Bowl. They had a three-point lead. And then in overtime, you also have the lead. Now the rules have changed since then, right? Even since the whatever the the last Super Bowl that went Patriots in the Falcons, yeah. But you so you had the lead with a minute fifty to go in the game, and then you had the lead in overtime. That that to me is worse. You had the lead multiple times at the end of the game. You did not in that game. That thing. No, I'm conv-
1: I'm convinced. Time. Yeah, no, I'm convinced. I think convinced it's
3: easily me. worse now because that thing was a once the dam opened, you just got flooded and you died. This thing, it was like, we're going to fucking win the Super Bowl. You Moody had your moments that you got a field goal. Moody yeah, you, hit two 50-plus yard field goals. Drilled them. Drilled them. Drilled them. Drilled them. Drilled them. If when, I told he, you Moody in a big game, you had a late lead drilling 50-yard field goals, you're like, it's meant to be.
1: When Moody came out for the second one, they're like, this will be 53. I didn't realize how far they were. For the one that gave him the lead at the well, end knew the of...
3: first one, because they said it sent a super bowl record.
1: Yeah, that one. <laughs> but I'm saying the one that made it 19 to 16. He's like, this will be from 53. I was like, oh shit. I thought it was going to be from 38, you know, but
3: in, in a weird way, I wanted the, I wanted the chiefs to lose so desperately, but I didn't think Moody deserved to hold a super bowl record. I'm glad once Butker got, him, I'm like, yeah, it feels probably more right that Moody does not hold this record. But I also think that like this game, Makes you feel a lot better about the young man. Big picture well, on a bright yeah. note. Like, the, I, I the bright agree. notes of the week was Trent Williams saying, "I'm gonna be back a couple more years." Moody draining field goals. You did lose Greenlaw to a year long injury, not ideal. You didn't lose a Super Bowl, but you did have some positive things happen. <laughs>
1: I like that, John.
3: You I, know, I just don't think I don't think you can have a late lead, whether even if you're playing MJ or you know Tiger or whoever. And have it not sting really bad. Yeah, I, I think that's always worse. I I, I really I do. think
1: the the other part that makes it hurt. I think I, you you convinced me on that. Pretty I didn't the, throw
3: a pick. Could
1: have. I, I could have. Yeah. I think the other part that made it hurt is that, like, you look up and Debo had three touches uh, in the pass game. Uh, for 33 yards and three carries for eight yards. Like, you didn't really get a lot from him today. He got targeted 11 times. I don't put it on him as much as just, you. like, you rely on the offense to get him open, get the ball in his hands, then let him do something. And they just couldn't really get, they couldn't get on the ball. They couldn't get the ball in his hands. The deep the, ball to him the, never worked. Chief,
3: I, I do think the Chiefs felt pretty good about the matchup, the way they play, physical yeah. corners, get up in you against Debo Samuel because he's not Mr. Route Runner. Who was being able to get open? IU great route runner. Debo's thing is much more. You're gonna play off or whatever. Kyle gets you open. Well, what happened today on the one bomb? It, to me, it wasn't even close. McDuffie was all over him. John, he Was that, all over him. That, I, I, I would have. And they came. tried to run him a couple times. And the, and the Debo's runs. It, it it's hard to say he didn't try, but it felt like he was kind of slow footing it, nowhere to go, and then he got destroyed.
1: I said this before you came on, but I, I know I've said it to you before. Going back to training camp, that deep ball to Debo, I always felt like they ran it once a game, once a practice, just to just because Debo like wants them to, just to give him a shot. It, it, I've never seen that play work.
3: I, I love the guy, and I he's had some some of the most incredible moments as a sports fan, especially the being at the game live in LA when he had the double pass. And remember that game, he was running the ball. He was he's been an incredible war daddy. I, I would say there's a chance he's not on the team next year. Like something's going to happen. That's just the way the NFL works. You just don't roll it back for five straight years. It's not the NBA. So they're going to have to do stuff. You know, Ar- Ar- Armstead makes a ton of money. He he was good today. I mean, he was. If, if he played like this all year long, you wouldn't even discuss him this way. But it gets you start getting up there in age, start making. Once you start getting that NFL range of like a 15 plus million dollar player, the way you're talked about, I, I just know in the building is like, your margin for error about like just having a spot on scholarship of like if things ever go a little weird or injuries happen or you get exposed against certain type teams, you just get disgust. I mean, I just think there are certain guys that are just 100% locks that they wouldn't even come up. And then there's just that group that's just something to keep an eye on. And they're all 15 plus 15 to 20 million dollar guys. It's Armstead, yeah. Debo, and Kittle. Because you do have, I mean, I think Kyle's going to feel even better about Brock after today. Just about how calm he was and just under control. I, I think the 49er team is also made to, they'd be a fucking incredible dome team. <laughs> they feel so much faster, don't they? <laughs> don't they? Well, Moody, both these, like, Moody, I'm like,
1: it goes to show, after Shanahan got asked about it, like, three weeks ago, like, Kyle, why'd you kick it short in the Packer game? Like, uh, no, nah, I think he just didn't hit it right. I don't think Moody like Moody's hit touchbacks ever since. I think Kyle went to Schneider and was like, "Hey, coach, we are not kicking it short and letting dudes return it." They kicked one to the goal line against the Packers; it almost cost them their season. Moody's been putting it through the uprights ever since. Well, just do what Bucker does; just kick it into the stands. Well, they're doing it now. They started doing
3: it, but it took it took a minute. Kyle's finally getting engaged in special teams. I'm not going to try to break down special teams. I he I think he clearly mishit it a little bit like off his heels. The the guard in the center though were destroyed. They were both like this. And the Chiefs were like this. Well, I mean, all they, I know they is, were.
1: This is why Feely's there. He blamed the kick. Yeah, it looked like I, Brady's driver st- with a stock driver. That's it was the same contact as Brady's
3: driver. It it did not get close to getting over. I did, the the guard was just getting ransacked. I thought on the next long field goal. Yeah. Or just on the important field goals after moving forward, I was like, I, I would put Trent Williams at guard. W- or wherever the angle he has to kick, that's mm-hmm. where I would put Trent. The problem you is know, he doesn't always
1: kick it over the left guard's head. Like sometimes it feels like no. if it's, it, there, it felt it's like both his kicks
3: were on the right hash.
1: Yeah. He drilled about, him today. He drilled yeah. him today. Uh as uh, Josh DuBal told me this week, John. He was four or four in Allegiant Stadium during the uh like the the blue gray game or the whatever they call it, not the Senior Bowl. What's the other game? <laughs> East West, the East West Shrine. He had two fifty one yarders in the East West Shrine game at Allegiant Stadium. So are
3: you tell me, Jake Moody got drafted in the third round and didn't even go to the the Senior Bowl? Was he a senior? He Had to have been, right? Kickers were always yeah. seniors. Death taxes and Moody. Maybe he did both. I don't know. Felt like Harbaugh would have been proud of him today. Uh, I think Harbaugh was there big dom was because I, I saw Dubow, when dubau tweeted out the 49ers are one and all the big dom in the in the stadium i thought there's no way they can lose
1: yeah i saw but you sent me that picture of big dom behind like matt Ryan. what was he doing on the sidelines who was he running security for uh,
3: lurie was he was with jeffrey who was given who tried to give andy a big hug and Andy Pre-hand- actually gave I, yeah gave dom the bigger hug it's like andy's like bro we've got a divorce about a decade ago like did, hand, let's, did let's he let's handshake him no he gave him a quick hug Yeah, I know you made me a lot of money. I made you a lot of money, too. It was kind of awkward. With Dom, it was not. With Jeffrey, it felt like Jeffrey, like, you're trying to piggyback off this? Like, this is Chiefs Niners, buddy. I thought maybe the NFL just sent Dom to handle the streaker. (laughs) Florio was like, it's the biggest... Uh, he's supposed to have the most security in the world for any event and a streaker gets on the field and someone's like what do you want to do shoot the kid like what if they fucking if, if they miss him they miss him and he gets out there
1: like have you seen the stadium security it's just some dude standing there looking up into <sighs> the stands you can jump down and sprint and it takes him a second
3: I can't imagine I mean the kid probably got the free ticket but streaking I couldn't really even different.
1: tell what the ad was I saw a photo I, it, uh,
3: uh, oh yeah oh it was an ad what was it? I just saw he was well, like it had stuff writing on his chest and like Sharpie. I, I couldn't uh, tell what it was. It's, it's probably like uh, you know, some social movement. That, okay, yeah. they're getting funded by something. It's yeah, some radical, it's a big ass house that doesn't even give a fuck. You
1: remember when uh, the US what was what what is it, the US Open, the tennis event where they the guy super glued his
3: feet to the to the concrete yeah. wants <laughs> to stop eating pig or something. Yeah,
1: PETA, it's always PETA. Uh super chat here from Josh, he says on both fourth downs, the analytics said to go for it. The Chiefs didn't celebrate the third down, stop in OT. When the kicking came, team came out, they were giddy. They couldn't believe anybody would be that stupid. Um, when Kyle kicked, he lost. The Chiefs were giddy. They couldn't
3: believe he was that stupid. Did you think the Niners should have gone for either a fourth down? No. In overtime, I think you had to kick. You couldn't have no points with them. Because you had stopped them for field goals. You're not playing Tyreek Hill and a younger Travis Kelsey. I had no problem with him accepting. I saw a lot of people like, how, why did he accept? Because you cannot have Purdy go on the field down seven points. I would have felt no chance.
1: Do you agree with that? Uh, I agree, but not for that reason necessarily. Although I do think that's part I don't of it. I,
3: when I say Purdy, I just mean the, would you have faith with the offense rolling out? Yeah. You just take down the, seven. Yeah.
1: You just, <laughs> you, you take a little pressure off your offense when you take the ball first. I think more so your defense had just been on the field and they just driven the ball on your defense. So their offense is vibing. And your defense is gassed. So to me, that's why you take the ball first in that spot.
3: I don't know why. It was
1: going to work that they got the ball first to start the game too, until the fumble.
3: Uh, would you have faith on fourth and four? They would have got a first down or scored. Touchdown no, or but what? I
1: do think. Uh, n- I, no. Yes. I, I
3: I, at the but, time, I didn't even cross my mind.
1: No, but I, I will say this: like if it's four down territory, I would have faith. If you told me third and four, you got two downs to pick up four, you're just going to give it to Christian on third down. Like to me fuck if you if you know you got two downs to get four you give it to Christian on third down and it's just
3: he called he called a he called a play that he was going to kick a field goal right
1: yeah yeah or he was or score a touchdown on the play
3: yeah but he 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 called a play without think like he wasn't trying to get 3 yards to put himself in a more advantageous position to get a first down on fourth and one or what was it third and, it wasn't third and goal was it? no it's third it's third and f- Third and four. Third and four, yeah. But the, he, he, he wasn't thinking four-down territory with the way he called that play. He was trying to score a touchdown or at least get the first down. Like, Juwan Jennings ran basically a, a route to the sticks, which worked. God, Juwan Jennings was awesome today. That guy's a bro. good player.
1: Look at this. Look at this super chat. Kyle says, I bet Juwan Jennings, Super Bowl MVP, at 30000 to one in Reno, the $40 he, ticket would have paid out $12,000.
3: If he completes that ball to Jawan, no way, thirty thousand to one. There's no way that was the. Those, those odds are ridiculous. Yeah, no, I bet it. This, think so? it, gets, it drops pretty, pretty precipitously. Wow, Kyle, that's he was going to win it if they had won the
1: game. You agree with that?
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it, well, if, I guess it, Christian would have had 160 total yards. Could have been Christian if if he completes that to Jawan and he gets in the end zone, two touchdowns, the game and the game winner. Assuming that. Do you think the, the last drive by the Chiefs goes any different if they score a touchdown there, or the same thing happens?
1: Uh, same thing might happen. I don't know. That's where I think, like, the Moody missed extra point. If if Moody makes the extra point you're up four, then Andy different. goes
3: for the touchdown on the next drive, and he might take the lead by three. And you play your drive differently. It, it throws everything. It, it changed everything. I saw a lot of people like, we'd be up. Now it's just the, the game would because they would have tried to get into a position where they could run out the clock, because he only had a couple timeouts, a couple first downs. I don't think that extra point, ultimately, you know what's sick? Hmm. I liked him missing the extra point, because it put me in the sweet spot of threes, you know, rooting. Because the extra point, they could have won the game by one point. Oh,
1: because then the Chiefs take it go up
3: four. No, I'm saying if the, if the Niners oh. had been up, you know, by one point at the end of the game, instead of playing for the tie or because the, the, there was a moment when it was 16, 16, it could have been 17 right. to 16. It, right, it right, just right. It, it throws off the the strategy of the game. Like yeah. It's it's hard to play that after this is what would happen. No, it, it would have been very different. Uh, some of those blitzes, they just. Spag's the greatest blitz calling defensive coordinator ever. Like his blitzes are clearly Kyle those are coming. He's had two weeks to prepare against this guy. I would imagine I don't Kyle would never admit this. What are the chances that Kyle over the last two weeks watched the uh like the Patriots who bowl in 07 and just some of his like big games, what he likes to go to, what he's comfortable with 100 percent So it's not like you went like I didn't didn't expect that corner cat, you know. But how's it working so easily? It works, and maybe it's because Kyle. His plays are his plays. Like, they they are. They're the bread and butter. You know, everything is off that. Like, that Debo tunnel screen or whatever they consider it is a huge part of, like, they have, like, three things off that play, right? That's just a huge staple of their offense, which is kind of crazy. Not many NFL teams, and it works. I'm not anti the play. The problem is when you have physical DBs and aggressive DBs, that play is difficult to function. The one play it hit for uh, Debo, he got like seven yards. Yeah. When that play is hitting against fucking whoever, week six, that thing's going for 25 with him pumping his chest going like this. And you're like, it's on. The Chiefs are like, well, okay, seven yards. Good shit there, guys. It's one of your best plays.
1: They really like
3: Explosive. Debo was a non factor.
1: I know. They just didn't have as many explosive. At, I'll call the run game like and the screen game. You know, they hit a few over the middle, but. They didn't really have any side big sideline plays. The one to Conley early in the game. Conley was really good in this game, by the way. How
3: about the tackle?
1: He had multiple. He had the one he gets down
3: to the two and the ball kicks right to him on special teams. Um, I, I think the Chiefs have something that the Niners will just never have. That they have this defensive coordinator that is just going to be their lifetime defensive coordinator until Andy wants to call it quits. And he's just not going to get another job. Even he gave the quote, I think, at media day, like, you know, I, I, sometimes I hope, but I'm not naive enough. As long as we're winning Super Bowls, I can live with I'm probably never getting another shot. If we weren't, like, it would be hard to stomach. But he's like, they have a defensive coordinator that's never going anywhere. Who I, There can't be another coach in the league at this point that has that level of trust. Like, he's now equivalent of, like, what Monty Kiffin was when we were younger in Tampa Bay or Dick LeBeau all those years with with Mike. It's just the – it's kind of the antithesis and the opposite. Like, that's Kyle's – Kyle definitely had that with D'Amico. I think he trusted him, and rightfully so. He he would not have done that on D'Amico, even if D'Amico was wrong. The the trust level is – if you can't trust – it's like if you can't trust your wife with your bank account, if you can't trust your defensive coordinator with a play call in the Super Bowl, it's like there's no trust here. It doesn't exist. You don't have faith in this person. If you think when she goes to Vegas with her girl, she's going to cheat on you you're like you're fucked. I,
1: I think fundamentally he thinks this guy doesn't see the game the way I see the game.
3: I just don't know what he was supposed to call. Like they're just running zone. De- you want him to just run yeah. zone defense? Kyle, he's going right down the field on it. Like what other, if you don't want him to do that, because it's not working, what's his other, what can he do? No blitzing. Well, even when you didn't blitz, sometimes Fred and these guys were just in no man's land.
1: It just feels like the I don't know what it is. The timing was always bad. Whereas Spagnolo's timing was always right. No, part of it was Spagnolo just blitz nonstop.
3: I just got a text from the guy that we went to uh we went to cocktails with that just yep. says all caps, Chiefs.
1: <laughs> Tell him Haberman says congratulations. He was fourth, right. This is four Super Bowl. He was pretty confident at uh, at dinner and drinks, and um, you know, I was. Uh, I think his
3: confidence honestly stemmed
1: from he I mean, wasn't cocky; he just good. felt
3: good, rightfully so. He's look at the two look at the dudes he's got. He's got Reed, Spagnolo, and Mahomes. Do you know when I think you feel really good when you're on a team? It's like we have an elite pitching staff. Yeah, we have an They they think in their mind, and rightfully so, we have elite defense, and they got Mahomes.
1: And they got, yeah, but they, they got, but they've they had got, that. What you, I, I'm saying what, know, t- what takes it to
3: another level of like, because they're missing some guys, they've had the confidence and the cockiness with him. It's like, yeah, you know, we, we had Jordan and Pippen, then we had Rodman and we get Derek Harper. Like, our defense is unstoppable. Their, their defense is unstoppable. Like, think how good their defense was these last two weeks against Lamar. T- the Ravens, 10 points. The Niners, 19 points in regulation. And then they held into a field goal in overtime
1: when they were. When they, were right on, when they were on the goal line, right? Niners had first and goal at the – where were they? Juice, oh, Juice got the first down. Great play. Then McCaffrey gets six yards, so it's second and four. Like inside the 10-yard line, right? Just about.
3: I thought Purdy made two of the best plays of his career. Which, a little which scramble one? thing to Christian. Just given mm. what was on the line of that play. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. like went and did a dump off. Christian with the incredible Hezzy in the open field. And then the scramble thing to juice, which I thought, is that getting overturned in the regular season? I thought his elbow might hit the white before even the ball hit, but I don't know the rule. I
1: agree that he was making a football play, like while he turns to lunge for the pylon. I think that's a football play, meaning like he had secured the ball. But boy, I really, I thought, I was like, they're going
3: to review this and this is not a catch. They're going to review this and this is not a catch. One thing I would do if I was the coaches at the next league meeting, like I'm, i I do like you know in these in the overtime in the playoffs in the Super Bowl, everyone gets to touch it. We deserve one review each. Wouldn't you don't if you were a coach in that meeting, wouldn't you want one red flag? Three timeouts, one red flag. I'd almost in overtime, if we're just starting over or whatever, you could take one of my timeouts away if you gave me a challenge flag. Yeah, too- it's, just, it's like are they gonna challenge anything? Cause there were a couple times, one thing on the Niners thing and the other with the Chiefs. Well, just kept going. And you're like, I, think, I, I would not want to put it in the trust of the league.
1: There were two spots that I thought the Chiefs got kind of screwed on. Definitely the Kelsey spot when they were like deep in their own territory, which was a big deal because then they got stopped on third down that he got a first down.
3: Well, the one they, where Warner tackled them like a lion, you know, it looked like Pacheco, even Romo was like, it looks like he's a first down. Now the angle was kind of weird, but still yeah. it was pretty close.
1: Yeah, both those that, plays. that
3: was the fourth and one that Mahomes ran. Yeah, that's Oakland. right.
1: That's right.
3: And I, I thought mean, for Fred, sure you're going leap from like 17 feet away like this.
1: Fred was good, man.
3: He had to be. Cause Green tore his Achilles running out to up to get in the huddle. That's one I of think, the worst injuries I've ever seen, honestly, for an individual. Yeah. Like that's, I, I, it's the craziest thing that happened in that, in that crazy ass game. That was the
1: craziest thing that happened. That's insane. Two of the first three plays. He hit people so hard. He I was out for for sure fucking blood. He was getting a penalty. Just watch,
3: not on a particular play, just like the way he was playing. Yeah. But, but he's just, a big loss of like, maybe he forces a fumble. He's so good in the run game. Even Owen Burks and their backup linebackers actually tackled pretty well for the most part. Like they, they, it didn't feel like they were whiffing, but there, there's a drop off. I mean, Greenlaw is just probably a top 15 linebacker in the league. Right. Of all like the legit starters, uh, he's definitely him. He's the best number two. God, he might be a top ten linebacker. I might go top ten. Yeah, he probably is. I mean, I'm just maybe there aren't some of the linebackers aren't even that good. Some of the older guys now.
1: What did you think? uh, Actually, let me read this before I ask you this question, Mike. uh, Super chat, absolutely heartbreaking. Where does the team go from here? What is the next Next step supposed to be for this team? You know, I think one of the questions is just going to be, how do you come back from this? Like, can you keep coming back from these heartbreaking? It's going to really test. They're going to get really tested. I don't know uh, if you can. Uh, John, the Juwan Jennings throwback touchdown.
3: Ballsy <laughs> or insane? Uh, I, I I think part of the Super Bowl is having. You got to do. I liked it. No, it kinda, they got a little like lucky, it? however it yeah, is I have he, no, I have Denning, no issue with throwing. When Jennings had so. his arm cocked back, did you like it?
1: No, but then he walked in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said to me, and I, it's the same thing. I thought was like, uh, is this? He's throwing it back. He must be throwing it back to Purdy.
3: I think as a game like that goes on, every time the Chiefs would punt, I'd go get ready for the fake punt. Get ready for the fake punt. It's just one of the in the Super Bowl historically is when you just. You, you just throw it all at the wall and see what sticks. And then, yeah. you know, it's I wouldn't say Kyle's a huge trick play guy. <laughs> it's not something he's super comfortable with. But I do think, I mean, guy, they had fucking 19 points in regulation. What were they without the trick play? <laughs> I mean, that was, how long was that? 35 yards, 40 yards? I, yeah, I mean, that
1: play was, they were in the, it was second down in the red zone. So they were in good shape on that drive, I guess he was right? so
3: far back. That's why he ran so far. What were they on, like twenty yard line? Mm, like you ran thirty. Yeah, yards. they
1: were. Yeah, they were in the red zone. So they, it, it was around the twenty. I didn't write down the exact yardage. But... I
3: guess because you, you throw it back and Christian's back. You're catching it five, seven yards behind the line of scrimmage. How about Burford? The play he made on, you know, the dude coming in to pick it. Yeah, <laughs> he I like know. leaps to him. <laughs> I don't know, man. That was that was More... that was one of the highlights of the game for sure. <laughs> Warren Sharp
1: just posted the the touchdown to win the game was was almost like the same play they ran last year to tie the game against Kansas City or to take the lead against Kansas against um the Eagles.
3: I kind of blacked out. I, I honestly don't even quarter. know the player who caught it. I just once. You it, was looked, I it was Hardeman.
1: I think was Hardeman, right? Or Hardeman. Classic. Andy he said he Chief. blacked out.
3: Did it feel like there was anyone in a five yard radius of him when he caught it?
1: No, it was a very anticlimactic. You hate to see it end. On a walk in touchdown, at least I do, Chiefs fans. Well,
3: don't. I, I th- what I thought the way it was going to end, they were they just going to pound Pacheco up the middle once they got that first down, with like first and goal at the three? <laughs> I know. I'm like, this is. I think losing that way is just you're just laying on the ground, a couple D linemen, and linebackers, and the guys just over, and everyone's piling on. I would rather probably lose the way they lost it than have them just slam it a couple times and score. Because that's oh. what I thought they were going to do. Yeah. Didn't you? I mean, once he gets like first a slow, 30, a slow bleed out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you stop him at like the half yard line and then it's second and, and you just know he's just coming these next two plays.
1: I don't know. I'd rather you, I'd rather the players win it and lose it on the field. I mean, I guess they did, but then just kind of feeling like you just got tricked. I mean, their coaches be your coaches in the biggest spots, you know?
3: I mean, let's face it. This is probably why he can't come back. (laughs) Because you go, well, next year we got Ben Johnson's back. Sean McVay's team's going to be older and a little better. Uh, LaFleur's coming with Jordan Love. We're going to play all these teams, either in the regular season. I don't even know what their schedule is yet. But the playoffs, the playoffs are going to be full in the NFC of just offensive guys. Let's hypothetically, maybe the Eagles are a little better. Kellen Moore gets them going. Can Steve Wilkes like, do if our offense isn't humming, the playoffs are hard, do we trust this guy? That's where he probably just can't come back because you just don't. Because no Niner fan would be like, you're getting what what percentage, not that Kyle gives a you-know-what, but would anyone red flag it? Would anyone be like, ah, give the guy a second year, Kyle? He's going to get no pushback. Now, the question is, what are your options? Who do you hire? I think for him to get fired... Dan Lynn he would, I think he'd have to know who he's hiring. I don't think he in, would just fire. Do you agree with that? Would he just fire him blind?
1: No, but no, I don't think he would. But I think he'd, it'd be hard for him not to, at this point, every other job is filled. So he knows who's out, like he'll know who's out there pretty quickly, right? You call Bill. We know they call Tom. They'll call Bill. Danton, Lynn, Anthony's kid, who's USC's DC. They hired him from UCLA. Uh
3: Good you coach, think yeah. Bill, no one's naive enough to think like, because I ever get this, I posted a couple times on Twitter like over the last month, they're like, Bill's not, oh, we all get it, like Bill does not need to do it. He did get shut out and he's going to be a year older and clearly there's a lot of negativity surrounding him. It wasn't just people lined up to just fucking, the Eagles ultimately kept Sirianni and decided not to hire Belichick. They had the option. And you, they might regret it. In a month, but they had the option. They decided to do that. It doesn't look like the television thing. Like I think he'd be pretty cool on Amazon. Just one year. Just get rid of Herb Street. Give Bill a chance. That'd be a. That'd be the perfect way. Every owner at their house, literally every owner, right beside the two in the game, watch that game.
1: And the that, two at the when, game meet him.
3: One hundred exactly. It's that would be by far it'd be better than even any Sunday day or morning game. Every owner would see him he could let his personality, and he could jolt back up. If that's not an opportunity, you would say just like him going to Kyle and beating the shit out of everybody, he would get a job, right?
1: Not only would he get a job, I actually think people are going to think this is crazy. I think it would add to his legacy. That he puts the – now, if you're Kyle, you're like – you don't want you don't. If there's ego involved in your Kyle, you don't want it to be that you had to go to Belichick to put you over the top. But at this point, who gives a shit? You just well, want to exactly. ring.
3: Who gives a shit? And what are your other options? Like, and by the way,
1: you get credit for hiring Bill. Like Bill's willing to work for you. Like Fuck Bill yeah. doesn't just work for anybody. So go put your little super team together in the coaching staff.
3: I would say at minimum, I, I think it adds to you Bill's would need legacy. to get. He would have to, like would. This is even above Kyle. Like, is Jed willing to give, like, $15 million for him one-year defensive coordinator? I think he – I – I if
1: you – I don't think it be any question Jed would be willing to do that. How could he not be willing to do that? 25 I. I think if you told Jed – I think Jed has shown – Million dollars a game. I think what Jed has shown is – Preseason included. He will do what Kyle – to his credit, what Kyle and John Lynch tell him they need to do. And the time to, dr- to draw a line in the sand is not when they come to you and say, we can hire Bill Belichick as our defensive coordinator. <laughs> that is not the time to put your foot down for the first time. So, yeah, I mean, you do it if you can do it. Uh, I, that's one way to to reignite the turnaround in offseason after a loss. You hire Belichick to be your DC. Now, like Belichick and Kacarek, you know, I mean, you'd have to Feels like they run Caceres' defense, right? Uh huh. Go back to the the yeah, he, Nick I, Bosa quote, like you know, it took him all, it took Wilkes a while to figure out what we do around here.
3: Basically, Bill's not Bill's not big on not a uh, gap sound with his defensive lineman, but just yeah. running around up the field. And when your mentor, who was it that showed? Was I with you? Who showed me? Oh yeah, it was when Lombardi. Yeah, when talked to Kaseric and all you want to talk about Jim Washburn wide nine up the field. I if you guys
1: want good. to know how crazy shit got in Vegas, just understand me, John Lombardi, a dude from the Chiefs. <laughs> we're sitting around a table at two a.m., drinking a lot, reading, <laughs>
3: reading <Kisarek> quotes <laughs> at the Cosmo. Yeah, I mean what. <laughs> What are you going to do? Eating know?
1: pizza, drinking uh, drinking vodka sodas. <laughs> so that's, I don't know. It was one of my favorite nights. Well,
3: everyone, and you know, the thing is, everyone knew there was a lot on the line. However, this thing was going to break, right? It was going to be, the, you knew it. It was. This was a big Super Bowl. There was just I, a lot of, the, the, either the swing to this legendary win. I mean, this puts them in the pantheon of teams now of our life. Like, it put, takes him to another level. And you also feel it like, God, Kyle is just, he's now just, he's hes simply in his own category right now. Like, there's just no one else. Like, McVay gets to even just talk to Andy about the ring. Yeah. Right? You, Kyle
1: is in the, you're saying, like, one of the best coaches in the league does not have, who is just continually whiffed on the Super Bowl. Well,
3: that that's why it was like, McVay got there, or he got back and he got that win.
1: And you got to do, John, you got to win it, like, right away sometimes He's so you know? hard like what tomlin run it right away McVeigh uh uh Peyton won it right away um carol P- won it right away mccarthy won it right away a- Andy's kind of an outlier isn't he well kyle's really trying to follow that path and that's a tough path to follow but it's
3: a it is a lucrative path
1: um yeah that's it, what we're like michael says what, what's the next step supposed to be for this team yeah, it's just it's going to be mental toughness of they're going to have a good roster again next year." Right. Even if they have to move a guy off the team or they're gonna have a good roster. And I, I think you gotta come out of this game. If you said what are the scenarios where they lose, but you still come out feeling good about Purdy, to me, that was one of the scenarios right there. Brock looked completely comfortable in that game. I think Kyle
3: feels better about him now.
1: But 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 one thing we've seen repeatedly in these big games is there's gonna be two or three throws where he gets pressure and he gets pressure around him. And it's I I've been saying this for a few weeks now. I think it's really where you see the height issue come into play.
3: We gotta get him a move, guys.
1: Yeah, I know, but I he just he misses two or three throws a game because of he does miss two or three throws a game because of his height. It just that's that's happened consistently in the postseason.
3: Get him outside the pocket so we could see. Get him outside the pocket so we could see what is like uh, Ken Rosenthal when he's interviewing a dude after the World Series. He's on a bucket. Like you you got to. I don't. I don't know if he is. Well, that's, I've seen people do that. Aren't you yeah, on a bucket yeah, yeah. sometimes in a, in, a, in a broadcast if you're standing with a super tall guy? Uh, I,
1: yeah, I did a game with Lincoln Kennedy, and I was on a stand. And even then, sometimes you sit on the table. There's some dudes are so wide, like Lincoln, that it's just I could I could stand on a ladder, and I would still be a third of his width, you know? But, his, yeah, the, put him on a the, bucket.
3: The blitzes, the arms up. There were a couple tip balls that weren't, they were like, Typical tip ball, like right at the line of scrimmage, but the guy was a little past and just tipped it a little bit. Like he's just throwing at a lower angle. So to help him out, and he keeps proving how great of a player he is on the move and outside and instinctive. I'd say some of the greatest plays of his career, like through the year and a half, have been just outside making incredible plays. Kyle's like, let's just play him like he's fucking Peyton. How about the play he made?
1: John, how about the play he made on the second drive? that got called back because of the Trent Williams hold. Trent Williams went false start hold on back-to-back plays. Purdy had rolled all the way out to his left and then through, and then they're like, oh shit, here we go. All the way back across. It was like a second and 18 and he throws it all the way back across the field to Kittle. maybe a second and 15 to Kittle and Kittle gets the first down, which would have been a big Kittle play. That was a great
3: play. Incredible. His, his best plays are moving around. I mean, I, can Kyle just add some of those to the playbook? Well, he's going to get his first
1: off season with Brock now. But Brock was rehabbing last off season. Does Kyle go? Do Brock and Kyle spend some time together this off season? And does Brock get any greater ownership over this offense? That's eventually what happens with. I know, I know, no, I know, not, not this year. That's eventually what happens with quarter. They go, hey, coach, here's a few things I I
3: think would help me. Can we implement a few things here? I just think one thing that really stood out tonight it, when you think about the offensive play caller and the star players is Andy, like when it really matters, does what those guys do really well. Right. Like moved Kelsey a couple times, got him on the move, either crossing or the out route. And Kelsey's such a natural of catching it and like his momentum. He's, he's like one of the I mean, he's one of the great pass catchers, receiver, tight end ever. And you get him on the move. Because he, clearly he wasn't having as much success working the zones. So they got him on the move on the one. They got him on the move on the out route. They got Mahomes on the move. They got Rice on the crosser. And Kyle's like forcing the offense, forcing the offense. And what happened? How, what were their two biggest plays in overtime? Purdy, ad-lib. McCaffrey, kind of ad-lib. Juice, ad-lib. Oh, it's like, Brock, you got – or I mean, Kyle, you got athletic guys. And like you said, it's just basic math. He's fucking six feet tall. I really love this. He's like not that much shorter than Mahomes. Just it's clearly a disadvantage for one guy and it doesn't affect the other guy. Like, let's the, the height thing is not the end of the world because he still makes good plays from the pocket, but it does limit him if the play takes a little bit, right? If it's the quick hitter and the guy's open, Juwan Jennings against he can hit it because he's an accurate player. A, a huge part of Drew Brees over the years was like quick offense got rid of the ball really fast. He wasn't just – and or, and he was a gr- incredible. And, and Purdy's getting better at this for sure. He couldn't move like Brock, so it was like I had to be elite as like the kind of moving in the pocket to kind of see the lanes. Where, where Brock, you know, in fairness, he can move, so sometimes he'll like kind of take off. But if a guy's kind of corralling him, then he has to stay in the pocket and he kind of gets swarmed. But Kyle doesn't have like the Andy Reid just like we're just passing it. And I think he would say, well – my fucking tack. I don't trust my tackle or a couple of my guards. I'm like, well, just get it, chip, and just get him on the move. He's he's proven fast enough. And if something fucks up, he's also kind of proven to be smart enough. Like he'll just get rid of the ball. He brings well, all this up to the table that it feels like Kyle's underutilizing because he's like, my offense, my offense, my offense, which no one's arguing doesn't work a lot of the time. But this is football. Sometimes you need your guy to make a play, and he's proven he can make plays. He. Listen, he's got some limitations in the pocket. He does not, as a playmaker, it's like one of his strengths.
1: Uh, he answered one question all year long, and he answered it again today. He is athletic enough to get away from the best defensive players in the NFL, even oh, if it's yeah. just to avoid a sack or to get the ball out. The other thing, to your point, when you get him on the move, like your your running backs, your receivers, they all block, right? So you can use other guys to help him create space when he's on the perimeter. Uh, Flav, uh, super chat says, bottom line, you can't muff a punt in the red zone, fumble, miss a PAT, have four starters go down, and win a Super Bowl. Shanahan was better this year. Players have to execute. O line needs a lot of improvement, too. You know, I mean, this is, these are Super Bowls. Like, you're going to have a bunch of shit go wrong. They're going to have a bunch of shit go wrong. And the question is, who's going to overcome all their mistakes? Mahomes even said it afterwards. Like, we, this was a crazy road. We overcame a lot. Um, they had a ton of stuff go wrong. Somebody won the Super Bowl and was going to win the Super Bowl, and always somebody wins the Super Bowl with stuff going wrong. Overcoming, you're not playing your A plus game
3: from the from the Chiefs' locker room. That was a fucking grind, and that, that yeah. to me that that defined their run was like honestly the Niners were grinders, and then those two playoff games happened. You're like, God, they don't look the same. I know they had good comeback wins, but they're like toughness. They're They're just – their grit felt like – and it came back this game. That's where I think it hurts is like this was the gritty, physical Niner team that was so – defensively, that was good a lot of the season. Like you felt the way they were playing, the way the game started, the way their defensive line was playing. The guys were just making plays. Obviously, they have some limitations with the safeties. (laughs) How about the one where the bomb that he hit and Gibson just like stops. It's like fucking turn around, the ball hit you right in the hands. He just stopped. He just, like, stopped. Happened a couple times. Ayuk ran, kind of stopped. Kittle stopped on one.
1: Well, Kittle had his back turned on the the McCaffrey fumble, too. I mean, he was blocking, but uh, luckily on the Gibson play, they forced a fumble on the next play. Got to stop, right? I mean, Chiefs had a red zone fumble. It came on the play after the Gibson. That was a big play. So... um, uh game lost on the three plays guy mentioned. I have to put this one on Kyle again. Said so that Kyle still doesn't see what's needed to get these low on Shanahan right now. David says Niners D shut out Green Bay in the fourth, shut out the lines in the second half, just a garbage TD. Had a strong Super Bowl for most of it. Dan Quinn gets a head coaching job. Wilkes gets shafted.
3: We'll fucking hire Wilkes to be your head coach. <laughs> well, Godspeed. We'll give him a thumbs up on your fucking out the door. Dan Quinn got fucking curb stomped. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't – no one care. I'm rooting for – trust me, everyone's rooting for Steve Wilkes to get a head coaching job. No one's like anti, you know. We just saw the level of defense that was needed to win the Super Bowl and the biggest play call. And I don't pretend to know, but I just know what he's doing is not working and the other coach knows what's coming. That's the problem. Like they're in an X's nose game. This is an intellectual warfare of football. That's what it really kind of became, right? On, on those big moments in the fourth quarter. It was like the will of the players. And the I would say the, the other thing that was pretty represented where both teams deserve a lot of credit. This ain't walk-through football teams. This ain't a bunch of teams just fucking lollygagging in December at practice. You don't have that level of stamina if you don't practice your ass off. This was oh, a high-level physical game. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wasn't on Twitter that much during the game. I would imagine... You know, people that don't have Niners, Chiefs, or money on the game. Like, this game sucks. Maybe, I don't know if that was the case or not. I just, low-scoring games typically. I loved it. Now, again, a lot of money, Niners. I'm inclined to like a level of game where big hits, every yard's hard. It becomes very schematically driven in the big spots. That's what it came down to. Like you said, the big spot on the third and four. It's just a huge play, a blitz from from Andy or, you know, from Wilkes or or Spags, a tip ball because the blitzer comes perfectly untouched or on the vice versa where we get smoked is because seven fucking Niners with the line of scrimmage and somehow they got four guys and they all get blocked. Like I, the math, there there's more red than Chiefs there, yet the, none of them get there in time. You're just like, how, I understand Wilkes is like, well, we got eight, they got five, Yet then when it's like even, and then all of a sudden McDuffie comes from the other corners, like, God, he was a step away from sacking him, let alone tipping the ball. How's this making sense? Why? Schematics. That's the best part about football. It's like, yeah, it's kind of execution. It's also, all these guys are making millions with the headset on for a reason. It's fucking impossible. No one knows what's going on except those guys. And Andy, like, that play call that worked that Warren Sharp put out, like, how did he know the guy was going to be fucking wide open? I Honestly, I didn't have great feel or, you know, faith in whenever the Niners' corners or safeties have to, like, pass off or keep. It's like I they fuck that up all the time, don't they? It's like it happened a couple times even Romo pointed out. It's like, I think Logan Ryan was wrong on that one and Warner. They, they never feel sure. The Chiefs DBs always felt pretty good about Going with the right guy doesn't mean you're always going to stop him, but at least go with the right guy. Sometimes the Niners are like pointing there, pointing there. What's that? That's on Steve Wilkes. So, yeah, just Dan Quinn got a job. I don't give a fuck if Steve Wilkes, we, we've seen D'Amico Ryan, he was a big time defensive coordinator, right? Mike McDonald last week they gave up 17 points. Like, I got guys pretty big time defensive coordinator. I've seen enough of Wilkes to know, like, i ah, shut my homes out in the second, half. off something's a little off.
1: Yeah. Well, Kyle and Kyle's actions say that too. Um, right. So,
3: now, uh, I, ideally, do you want to be playing Logan Ryan, who I don't know if I quite knew the details? The John Lynch, he was like, Hey, hey, John, I'm about to get on a cruise. Like, go to that no, cruise. I'm on the out. cruise. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. I was already there. He's telling the he story. Next
1: he was on the cruise, Romo's telling the story. And then on the next place, like, I don't think he was supposed to blitz there.
0: <laughs> Making the
1: mistake of. So, uh, I'm
3: playing guys you don't ideally want to play but
1: i i gotta wait to see i don't did you see Ambry Thomas on the field today I don't think they played him i don't remember how could how could you guy he's been well i mean he's been he's been one of your key players all year. that means you're playing you know a lot of logan right you're well,
3: just playing a lot of the guys well i'll tell you whoever's DeAndre on Logan's that field yeah. Saint Steve Wilkes making the personnel decisions for who's on the field yeah. Uh, so
1: you're right. I mean, you led me to something I was going to say, which is that I did see some. I didn't I didn't really realize it either. And then I saw a few of these like oh, this game, classic Super Bowl games, brutal for three quarters. Then it picks up in the fourth. I'm with you. That's not how I felt like now. Maybe we're. I'm just so invested. You're just so invested in the game. Probably the people watching this video or listening to this podcast are so invested in the game. But I thought it was just an excellent game. And I hate to say this right now, I didn't think I'd be able to reach this point on Sunday night But <clears throat> if they had lost. But I do think it'll end up being one of – I I love the game. Like, I'm going to remember how good this game was and how shitty of a loss it was, but I do appreciate how good the Super Bowl was. It's one of my favorite Super Bowls, despite the ending, I think.
3: What made it through a full overtime?
1: Yeah, it, well, they scored. If they had not run that play or had failed, we would have gone to the next overtime. The There were seven seconds, six seconds, five seconds. Like, the clock's running. Andy could have... That's the other thing. The Chiefs... We didn't mention this when it comes to Wilks. The Niners were not, did not handle the Chiefs' tempo well. The Chiefs did a lot of tempo against the 49ers, and the Niners did not handle it. And Andy just kept his pedal to them, his foot down, and he did it at the end of overtime. He's just like, I just want... I just want to get to the next play against
3: this defense. And it it was really effective. Well, it does two things, right? Wears out the strength, which was back again today, the D-line. And let's face it, like, coverage overall with the back end is going to be a question mark. I, I wouldn't call Gibson a lockdown cover guy. J.R. Brown is a rookie. And whatever group of other corners beside Ward, like, didn't feel like they spent that much time going after Ward. <laughs> They were going other after now they don't have some potent passing. They didn't attack. really
1: feel like they were going after it. Like they kind yeah, of they just, just spread it around. I mean Lenore made some plays. Lenore's good. You do feel good. They were on fine. On the, the
3: defense, the their physicality, like they were ready physically, just schematically, some stuff happens. Like and I don't think you're saying or I'm saying like you normally get fired after that. It's just been yeah, a weird, there's been some moments. That's one of the most bizarre coaching moments I've ever seen.
1: The coach audibleing your defense with the timeout. The head coach Who is the, the offensive,
3: offensive coordinator. Yeah. After he was going to do the same thing that he had done a couple plays before, and it was pretty clear. And the broadcaster going, Kyle hated that defensive look. That's that's unheard of. And if that's Parcells and Belichick's defensive coordinator. You know, if, if it's one of those situations, I don't think it's that weird. It's like they weren't on the same page. This happens. I think it comes much more under the microscope when you have a relationship that's been just a little weird. And part of it is just expectations are really high, right? You you coach the Orioles and you get 85 wins, you might get applauded. You win 85 wins for the Yankees, you might get fucking run out of town. It The expectations for Steve Wilkes were absurdly high, right? Right? in defense yeah. of Steve Wilkes. Yeah. He was stepping into a situation was that was very, very difficult. To like yeah. anything less than feeling like you're the dominant defense of the league, which did not feel like that down the stretch. I thought all not things not considered. Talking he, I'm talking the the other two. I mean, the other two games were a hold on for your ass because of that unit, right?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, at one point during the Super Bowl, you're thinking like, oh, he got this. They got their act together in the last two weeks, right? Yep. Chase Young is like making plays all over the place. Their defensive line was getting after Mahomes in the first half, really disrupting the offense. Somebody, my buddy who played in the league texted me. He goes, I guess he listened to Shanahan postgame. He said, Shanahan said that they wanted the ball third in overtime. He goes, I think that's overthinking it. I'm fine if you want to start with the ball and give your defense a rest, but saying you want the ball third is overthinking it. I didn't hear it, but. That's why Kyle's saying I want the ball first, so I get the ball third. Like basically, if we both do, the, it's actually makes some sense. But I I agree, it's overthinking. I just thought his defense was tired. But
3: the, to me, that one, like, I think that's going to be a legit subjective argument. There's so much depending on the game, like you said, how gassed is everyone? Their defense was gassed as well. The pressure of. I, I don't think it's a black and white decision that I would imagine tomorrow people are going to crush him for that one. And I, I don't think it's just – it's just strict down the line, like you got to do this, you got to not do that. Just like some of their fourth downs. Like I didn't have – and I'm I'm a pro go for it a lot of the times. Though maybe when I watch Kyle Shanahan, I don't expect him to go for it. So when he did on the one that I was pretty – I I'd never crossed my mind that he was kicking a field goal or not kicking a field goal on fourth and four. Never once. Uh, I, I never said go for it. it never, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He had to do it the time with Kittle because they're down. But um, our boy Ryan McGrady says, Ambry played one snap on defense, seven on special teams. I think the, somebody else said the one snap was when Jair Brown got hurt. This was finger. on the Kelsey tackle, which means that he was only on the field for the touchdown at the end of the game.
3: Probably, I mean, I kind of blacked out after that play, but I don't think he wouldn't have been on that side. John, that game ended so... No, he wasn't over there. That game ended so fast.
1: Normally, you could be like, what the fuck? I just said no. That's all I had. I was like, no.
3: Um, This is true. Okay. He said a couple times, I I know it's only second down, Jim, but this might be fourth down territory. They're on like their own 20... There's like 17 minutes left to go in the game. You're like Tony. Let's just take it. To I, he he must have been really excited. Maybe all the analytic guys are. It is Jim. This you might need to just run three plays. So if it's fourth and short, you're in position to go for it. He did mention that a lot.
1: I do think Tony. One thing I he does a good job of. I think he really thinks ahead because he said it. He said it on a second down. Maybe said it on a third down in the red zone where he's like. Uh, you know, could be four out there. We'll get to that when we get there. Cause right here, you got to get this play. You know? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that was the one. <laughs> oh, you know, it was a third, maybe it was the IU. I don't remember which third down it was. Yeah, it was like down.
3: it was when they got it in overtime, they were at like the 26 yard line. I think it was like the play before he made to Christian McCaffrey. It's like, uh, Tony, I, I think if they're not if they're getting stuffed here, they're kicking a they're kicking, they're punting. <laughs> He's not going forward there on fourth down, is he pinned back? No.
1: No, where a field goal beats you, you're giving him He's the like, ball. He's like, yeah, maybe this would be an Butker's easy one for
3: Butker. Maybe it wouldn't be a great idea. Well, yeah, no shit, Tony. <laughs> He's just thinking all the
1: options through, John. He's just thinking them all through out loud. I thought he was good today after him and him and Nance got crushed in the uh, New York Post three weeks ago. I thought they were good today.
3: By who? Co- Andrew Marchand or one of those guys?
1: Yeah, Marchand wrote a big thing that, like, people think Tony, like, clearly sourced from people at C- somebody oh. around Tony that, that he doesn't study. Like they got crushed. And I thought it affected them in the Ravens game. And they were good today.
3: I think one problem for Tony is early on in his career, he became really famous for the play call things. Yeah. It was like, I think they're going to run like a crazy sweep. He would be, he nailed it all. It was people just weren't doing it at the level he was doing it. Then he ran out of those just because you're not as dialed in of going to these meetings and seeing it through that lens. And I, I think Troy who I don't know if he got soft or whatever, but one thing Troy always had is, like, he'll be talking like a fan. That was a moronic play. Like, what do you – I think people kind of like that. I know I do. And Troy kind of brought back, like, I'll talk some shit. And so it's – what was what would Tony do when he's not calling the plays because he's never critical? He's like, I am not the craziest thing, not the worst thing, might have been better. He's, like, never saying anything mean. And he's never really saying anything. He's always like, ah! Collinsworth is kind of fun. He's kind of got like the Gruden Madden old school. This is his own little thing. Rumble like is just Chris. kind of in no man's land. I felt like once the play calls because he's never critical. He's never going to say like, that's a moronic call by the defensive coordinator there, Jim. He never says anything critical. He
1: didn't say he did say moronic, but he did say today on the pressure. That that was the wrong decision. They shouldn't have done that on the Rushy Rice play.
3: I, that, I thought today was just normal. He was oh, okay, much okay. more, I thought, got under it. control today. Yeah, I, I thought today he was just a good broadcaster. Where if you watch him like a random like week eight afternoon game, like you know Jets Dolphins, he just can be all over them. He's like kind of winging it. Yeah, it just feels kind of freelancing. And one thing yeah. I think Marshawn, I don't know, I didn't read the article, but I saw a bunch of people posting stuff. Is that people felt like Jim hates him now? Did you get that? Did you read something like that? A lot of yeah. people think they're not, they don't like each other. Yeah,
1: that they're not vibing. Yeah.
3: And I would be like, "Well, Jim worked with Nick Faldo for fucking fifteen years. He didn't say shit either." Someone was like, "Yeah, they're Nick the only never two guys t- that golf's their favorite, you know, they that make all their money in the NFL, but the uh, footballs their second favorite sport."
1: Yeah, Nance and Romo.
3: Nance and Romo. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was good. Maybe you sent that to me. That was good. Um, I feel like there's yeah, Niners yeah.
3: just lost Super Bowl, so Niners
1: just lost <laughs> Super Bowl. Just another Sunday night, John. Unbelievable.
3: It worked on TV. I thought the stadium was sweet. If you're going to have Andy Reid and the Chiefs host up, you know, in the Hunt family, your, your stadium is pretty badass. That's that place is sweet.
1: It's an awesome. I've been there.
3: Have you been there? Yeah. i uh, never. No, I've never no. been inside.
1: It, it's an awesome stadium. and It looked great on TV and all the kickers really kicked well there. And, uh, yeah, it looked, looked good. I mean, they had that thing had everything except the result uh, that this YouTube channel and podcast
3: wanted. So, uh, all right, yeah, let's get some sleep. Like Kyle, he's not sleeping. That's three Super Bowl losses in like fourteen years. Incredible. I guess it's, you could argue: is it better to loved and lived, and than never loved at all? But I getting so. there and losing, getting there and losing, sucks.
1: You'd like to think that when you win it, it just makes it sweeter, right? That was it for for Andy. That was the case, <laughs> but it's just so hard to get there. But uh, you know, the the March for Six starts tomorrow, John. Time for Kyle to get back on the uh, back on the horse. All right. On that note, night everybody. Signing off. Goodbye.